Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Bourbon Avoca podcast, the only podcast <laughs> where we encourage you to drink bourbon to get through the day. Or the podcast, like listening. It might help. <laughs> no? <laughs> Never so, mind, wait till so, after. So the podcast help, you're gonna helps you need get a through drink. the day? Yeah, no, no you're, you're definitely going to need a drink to get through <laughs> through these podcasts. Um. It's been a minute. It's been a minute yep. since we've done a podcast. I it's we pretty much took. I blame you for the it's, record. It's it's my fault, one hundred percent. I I think it was just. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot going on. A lot. lot, lot Summer is always on. hard too because it just. I don't know. I feel like it throws everything into chaos. I, yeah, I mean, I I definitely definitely think that there's just kind of like. I don't know. Everybody works hard in the in like the spring and the fall. And they work through the winter, but it's like summer hits. Like, it's yeah, like, oh man, <laughs> I'd rather be doing so many other things than this right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, so, I agree. So how how have you been in this long hiatus, Kim? Fine. The last time we saw each other was the hot chicken incident. Yes, that was terrible. Uh, the hot chicken or just the episode? Um, both. I <laughs> know. Uh, so I I thought so. For those who don't know, uh. Kim and I have a special edition version of the podcast on Facebook. It's special, all right. Um, where we did the Hot Ones Challenge. Uh, so it was 10 wings, like a few questions. We only got through like eight. Yeah. Kim quit. It wasn't I quit. No apologies. <laughs> I'll never do it again. It was horrible. And yeah, I didn't like it. You didn't like it. it so it's, it's rough. And I will say, if anybody Fire. wants to do that... Mm-mm. I will sell you all the hot sauce and because it is rough. I don't recommend it. Don't pay uh, very much. <laughs> no, you got to pay a lot because it was <laughs> worth a lot. But it's interesting. So what's what's interesting is is I've been watching a lot of Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, I love um, that. Love that show. Well, he actually came to Nashville in like season eight. Oh. Um, and he had done a show where, where you know, he's traveling around Nashville, trying a few the places. Food, yeah. Yeah. And one of the places he stopped at was Bolton's Hot Chicken. And I will say that, like, of any hot chicken in Nashville since living here. I've never even heard of that one. Really? It's right I always there. hear Hattie B's and stuff. Because Hattie B's is like, is like the, it, it's the like touristy. The, the touristy, yeah. like, go-to. There's like 21 freaking locations around <laughs> here. It's like, it's, to me, Hattie, now, I will say to me, Hattie B's now is like... I don't know, like Lee's chicken, like oh. or something. It's like it's like good, you know. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but it's nothing to write home about. But Bolton's really is like really good. Like Hot the but chicken, good. the chicken is good, but then like the spice is even good. So it's like everything about it is like a quality product. So it wasn't Chick Fil A nuggets and tiny bowls no, of no poison. No, it's not actually fu- <laughs> fire. <laughs> so let me finish the Bolton story. And I'll tell you yeah. something cool about Chick Fil A. Um, <laughs> but um. But Anthony came to Bolton's uh-huh. and and he ate their like like insanely hot chicken or whatever it was or whatever and then he was like I felt it for twelve hours like later too and he <laughs> yeah said it I did was too. terrible it was rough so I will say if anybody wants to do that hot chicken thing take be, the day off take, the next day take the next day off and yeah. go ahead and have like baby wipes and all oh, kinds no. of other stuff that's gonna You're help gonna, help it <laughs> I went out to dinner with the girls after that and I'm sitting there at the baseball field at Third and Home. Oh my goodness. Here in Nashville. And I thought, nope, I'm going to die. So I got up (laughs) from the table about four times 
thank goodness they had like horse bathrooms because I was dying. <laughs> There was, oh, it's rough. Me red and hot. Just to think about it. Yeah, it was it's horrible. Terrible. And I, like I literally got up and went to the bathroom like four times. And then we were going to a concert after that. And I thought, <laughs> I hope I don't die on the lawn. Like <laughs> this I, concert. I really don't think the human body was meant to ingest that much it was in, in that short amount of time. Then with like the milk and everything else, like oh, that's probably then, made it worse. And then we had friends there, and Andy got it in her eye. Amelia yeah. got it. Like it was just, it was a mess. Oh man. Well, I got two. Two interesting stories to tell you. Then. <laughs> so, so for anybody that doesn't know, this is actually a really cool thing. Chick Fil A has um, new products that they'll put out in different areas and different target oh. markets and yeah. stuff. And right now in Nashville, only in Nashville, from what I know, they actually have spicy chicken strips. <gasps> oh, their spicy chicken sandwich is good. So I'm sure the strips are good. It's good. They're good. Yeah, they're really good. Now I will say, if you get the spicy chicken strips and put it over the bed of macaroni and cheese, it's, it's not like. <laughs> It's, that's heaven. That's heaven. Mm. And again, give yourself at least four hours <laughs> later on if you're like me. And spicy I mean, food I, I haven't you. had milk in 13 years probably, and I drank probably a gallon of your milk. Oh, yeah. No, Although I did have some questions about people hit me up and say, why does Travis have so much milk in the fridge? Because <laughs> when I went to go get more milk, you were like, that one. No, not that one. That one. Oh. And it's like, it is a little concerning. You had like four different well, half gallons we, of milk. We have macadamia nut milk, <laughs> oat milk, um, a couple of different kinds of almond milk. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like at my house where it's just maybe expired and you were trying to say, no, just no, we just have variety. Just yeah, you never okay. know. You never know what chalky Along substance you want. Fancy water. Yeah. What? It's boxed water. I know. It's not fancy. Mine's in a bottle. It's cheap. And it's the Publix brand, so that that's yours looks bougie in comparison. It, it looks bougie, but it, it's cheap and actually good for the environment. So speaking uh, of getting a uh, hot sauce in your eye, yeah, I don't know if this happened before or after our, our hiatus of podcasting. Mm-hmm. I went to eat pho, and I was shaking oh. up the bottle of sriracha, <gasps> and the person who, whatever... Whatever douche canoe decided to not <laughs> like screw back the bottle, yeah. like left it unscrewed. <laughs> so when I it. shook it, uh, literally one like teardrop oh, hit that? me in like the inside part of my eye, <laughs> and it w- like it happened, and like I felt something wet, and I was like, "That's not okay. Good. <laughs> this, this isn't bad." And then the lady who actually worked there at the pho restaurant freaked out. And was like, oh my God, wait right here. She went and got like a bunch of napkins and like some like water your and eye stuff. All red? Yeah, like like as soon as she freaked out and like I seen then her <laughs> and all of a sudden like I felt immense stinging like oh. in my eye and no. like I couldn't keep it open. Like it was absolutely terrible. One ten out of ten would not, not recommend, recommend. <laughs> like never get sriracha in your eye, folks. I don't it's rough. I don't really eat sriracha. I like uh, that hot sauce that comes with the wood lid. Chula. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff <laughs> is that stuff is bomb. It's good stuff. Oh yeah, really good stuff. <sighs> Otherwise, yeah. I haven't really been doing anything. I bought a new house and had to move. And by I had to move, I mean Shane moved pretty much. Everything. <laughs> and I put it, you made it seem like they're like, and I had to move, like and like you being true. kicked out of your neighborhood. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, no. There's other people who should be kicked out of that neighborhood, <laughs> but it wasn't me. And so we moved, so that's been 
chaos and the house was a new build and it got done like a month a little a month and a half before it should which never happens and so i had books. I, I would almost be like weary of that though well yeah <laughs> well oh yeah they like you do a walkthrough and then got to pick all the stuff that you want them to like fix or whatever yeah and so eventually the guy just gave me the roll of tape and was like just fine go <laughs> i was sticking tape to everything it was like poor thing and so then they fix all that crap, but yeah, it still got done way too soon. And so I had some sessions booked where I normally would not have booked them knowing mm-hmm. that I was going to be in the midst of complete chaos. Yeah. And so poor Shane was like moving all the heavy. Oh man. He did put my treadmill up on the second floor. He hates me now and filed for <laughs> divorce. <laughs> and we suckered our neighbor into helping and he probably hates us too. <laughs> so, yeah. so where does it leave our podcasting? Like, do we have a podcasting studio in, in, in your new home? No, you'll have to go to Queen Bee's for that one. Oh, man. I know. It's sketchy. <laughs> but it works. I miss I, I miss our, our, our garage studio. I like our garage studio. The garage though. wasn't bad. I mean, we have I a garage still. There is still a garage. There we go. So we still got still, a podcasting studio. Yeah, you can still do it in there. Yeah, and the sound was always good in there, too, I felt yeah, like. It was good. It was fun. So speaking of studios, uh, mm. you, I don't think, I think we have mentioned it because I know we did a couple podcasts there, but how, how's, how's the Queen Bee studio been well, that's going. all good because Joy and I are good. <laughs> Joy and I she has good. all the things and teaches me all the stuff. <laughs> there you go. So, like, I've had to do some lighting stuff, which I'm not, you yeah. know, with, like, a trigger. Is that what it's called? No. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, the whole big lighty thing. And so she taught me how to do all that. So she's, like, the best part- partner in the world. But awesome. I was, I kind of had talked a few times about the fact that I was building a studio and I was so excited about it. And then... It, you wouldn't let me tell the story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Let's still hear it. <laughs> Guy's in jail. It's fine. So <laughs> I had booked like a legit LLC construction company to build this studio in the backyard and like did a deposit. All that was normal. There was paperwork. That was normal. Um, I didn't find anything when doing my usual stalking. Mm-hmm. Um and everything was fine. And then all of a sudden the people I was working with had to come to me and tell me the money's gone. We just recently started working under this LLC for this guy and he's taken money and run. We haven't gotten paid. Vehicles were getting repoed. I mean, it was a whole long line of shenanigans. And so I was like, well, that's sucks, (laughs) you know? And like, I had put a certain amount of cash down, but it was, it was like, 1300 bucks, but my parents had put a huge chunk on their credit card because, you know, you get points. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then not? I was just going to pay them back. Fortunately, that's the way we did it because they were able to get the money back because it's fraud. There was never any services delivered, product, nothing. So they were refunded that. Um, but I, I just took the loss on the other amount. But then it turned out it was this whole big thing. He had scammed a whole bunch of people. One was a widow of a veteran who lost his life to suicide and she'd literally given him like eight eighty thousand dollars or something crazy and he just took it and ran and he'd even gone to the site like plotted it out showed her yeah your house will be here and blah 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 gone done and then he even had the cojones to like call me i recorded it and try to like say oh well i don't know what happened there and well in my quickbooks it says this and all the stuff and i just let him keep talking and i just kept recording it letting him dig his hole i mean it was almost it was funny if it wasn't so terrible (laughs) and for me it was like not a huge sum of money but for her i felt terrible and it wasn't even just her it turned out it was like close to a million dollars he'd done it to a bunch of people 
That is nuts. Across so, several states. So I think like even the FBI was involved in so, I mean, everything. Th- this dude's in jail, yeah. but like, what, what about the, the financial situation of all those people? Did the banks oh, like no. collect the money? Nope. Like, where'd that money go? Nope. All screwed. Money's gone. He took it. And like, she gave him. But like when you say he took it, like there, there's still a paper trail of bank accounts. Does this do like a he mastermind and had like. Gone. What? Well, I mean, like he. What did he, he spend it on? I don't know. That was the other weird thing. He was like living out of his truck. I have. I'm assuming alcohol, drugs, yeah. and gambling. I mean, like that's the only thing I can think of. Like large sums of money to just be gone and nothing to show for it. He was by no means living the high life. It was yeah. very weird. And so I don't even know where they found him and how they arrested him. I think it was a traffic stop and he had a gun on him or something that wasn't legit. Not to mention the nine million warrants he had out yeah. for his arrest. For things. I mean, it made the news. Um, I think the chick that was the the widow was in like Alabama and it was on their like local news because the girls I was working with who were under him were legit. I mean, he he scammed them, mm-hmm. too. Like they didn't know um, they had been working previously separate separate on their with their own business, but thought coming under him, you know, he sold them on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a big old scam. Weirdest thing ever. I was devastated. <laughs> That's intent. Like that's that's just wild. It was wild. It was, and like I'm a relatively bright person, even though it doesn't sound like it on here most of the time. (laughs) But I mean, like my family is my husband. I mean, like there were no red flags. Like we genuinely looked into everything. They weren't asking for insane amounts of money up front. Like nothing. But he, I mean, smooth operator. He got done. Got yeah. I mean, that's that's how you do it, right there. You know, you you. I think. It would raise a lot if somebody said, "Oh, give me eighty thousand yeah, dollars down like, or something." It's like, damn. wait a minute. Although, that's but a she lot. did. But I mean, you know, eighty thousand on a three hundred thousand dollars house. I and that seems, isn't, le- yeah. yeah, that seems like that seems legit. Yeah. And especially, I think too, like if if people didn't necessarily have the eighty thousand dollars in the right. bank right then and there, people would would probably think about, yeah. oh man, that's an awful lot. Yeah, Can yeah, you go yeah. less or whatever? Yeah. But when you have the money it's and you just, you just don't even think about it, you're like, yeah. oh, that's easy. I have that. Yeah. So here you go. Yeah. I mean, she's like a school teacher with like three kids. I mean, he, like who does that? You just That like, is, yeah. there's a special place yeah. in a down f- south. fiery hot chicken place. Yeah. For, for people like him. Yeah. He's going to be forced to eat Hattie B's hot chicken. <laughs> it's just terrible. But it, I think it all worked out for the best. Like I love being in the studio with Joy. I probably like it more than she does. <laughs> She's probably plotting to get rid of me as we speak, but, um, it's been fun to have someone and I'm more social about everything. Like even in my whole photography business, yeah. most of it I've just done because I like, like people and I want to yeah. go talk and hang out and whatever. I mean, my poor which, clients. Which you talking has gotten you also into some trouble recently. Yeah. I made some posts. Well, the one went very well, although I'm dressed very poorly in it, but <laughs> the first, yeah, it's weird because my posts on Facebook I was just under 2,000. I think I had like 1,800 something, whatever, Mm -hmm. likes, which isn't very much. But anyway, I've steadily built that up. So it's always been, you know, chugging along. But anyway, so once in a while, you'll make a post where it gets a little more traction than others. They're real random ones. I had the one with the couch that one time that (laughs) like is weird. Um, But then I made one. I'd finally had it. Like I'm in the midst of moving. I don't know what it is about the summer, but people are always trying to squeeze in last minute sessions. I assume it's because they're like family comes into town and then they yeah. all decide they want pictures, whatever. Well, anyway, one of them was a last minute newborn session. And I was like, I really like can't, like I just can't. Well, this girl practically begged me like just 
I kept trying to give her, I literally like referred her to other people, like, but nobody, everybody's booked because mm-hmm. everybody's, you know, yeah. everybody who's that I would refer you to is booked or with a newborn. Not many of us in town have a studio to facilitate that either. So anyway, yeah, she's like all up my tush about it. And so finally I'm like, okay. And she like asked me to send her an invoice and contract and all that multiple times. And I was like, well, let's make sure that this is what you want. And that I'm the best person because the baby's already born and you need somebody sooner than later, you know? And so finally she goes, finally I'm like, all right, I'll send you the invoice and the contract. I sent them over and I don't think clients realize like, I, well, not everybody uses the same system, but with mm-hmm. the system I use, I can see every time you look at it. So like I send you your invoice, I can see every time you look at it. Yeah. Like to the minute. And so I know she saw it five minutes after I sent it and she'd been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth messaging and then nothing. Literally the last thing I asked her was like, okay, well, are you planning to bring any of the, you know, like swaddles or anything you want for the baby and nothing. And I thought, here we go. Yeah. And I had said to her previously in the conversation, I'm sending the, con- the, the invoice and all that over now, but if it's not taken care of by 9 PM tonight, I'm not doing it, yeah. you know, because I, I got the feeling she was going to jerk my chain. Yeah. So sure enough. So I'm like staring at my phone waiting for eight, you know, 59. And then at nine o'clock I avoided it. She never, ever, ever said a thing to me. Never said, Hey, I'm sorry. I missed that. Yeah. Hey, I changed my mind. Nothing. Yeah. Your session was literally less than 12. Well, a little over 15 hours from the point where I voided that contract and you say nothing Yeah. like you, you were screwing me. You had no intention of, she was probably still talking to like five different, which is fine. Like I a hundred percent Figure out who you want to go with. Look at people's stuff. You have no obligation to me. Yeah. And in this situation, I didn't even want it because I'm swamped. Yeah. But don't be rude. Just say you changed your mind. Say something. You can't send me 30,000 messages back and forth quickly responding and then just stop speaking. Yeah. After you begged me to send this thing. And so I had it. (laughs) And so I lost my mind a little bit and made a rant on my personal page. And then I'm like, you know what? Most of the people on my personal page don't care and it doesn't really affect them. So I'm going to put yeah. it on my business page because those are the people who are doing it. Yeah. And like, I'm just over it. And so I made this whole rant about just don't do that. And if you do it to me, I will never work with you in the future unless you like apologized or whatever. Yeah. And I think to some people it came across as really like, I don't know, arrogant or maybe they thought I was rude or whatever, but it's like, I wouldn't accept that attitude or that, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, I wouldn't allow a friend to treat me that way, my husband to treat me that way, and then me still be fine with them, you know, and fake it. Nah. Like, it's never been my personality. So I'm not going to do it with clients either. Like, if you treat me poorly and not with the same respect I'm giving you, then find somebody else. Yeah, I I think that's a a kind of a double-edged sword in a way. Like, I 100% agree with you and and your stance in that post, 100%. (laughs) And I did see a lot of those comments, and it seemed like people were all those business experts. I, yeah. I, I, I sometimes forget how many like, like doctors of business there are in Clarksville <laughs> yeah. and, and well, other places. It, well, and then what happened was the, the reason it got, it kind of blew up. Like I think the reach on it was like 35,000 or something, which for me is pretty decent yeah. considering it's normally like a thousand or less. Yeah. Um, so I shared it on a photographer's Facebook group and then people shared it. Yeah. And like I went and looked to see what most people were saying about it. Like if they were putting me on blast or if they were sharing it, almost 99% of them were like, yeah, don't do this. It's yeah. rude. 
you know, everybody kind of agreed. There's always those people in there, which I'm always fine with. Like, I have no fear of a conversation of you disagreeing with me. That's fine. Yeah. As long as you're not being like ridiculous. Yeah. But several were like, it's unprofessional. You sound like you're complaining. I'm like, I am complaining. Like, yeah, like that's, that's the purpose of this. And I've never sold myself as the most professional. Like I, I am the hot mess express and <laughs> I can take some decent pictures. Yeah. You know, like I, I've never sold myself as this like luxury experience. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not. So if that's what they're looking for, they can also go elsewhere, but good yeah. luck booking a luxury experience when you don't answer. Oh yeah. You know, or sign it, your contract or pay your invoice. Oh, hundred percent. And that's always like the hard part is because I think people want you to like be forthcoming. People want yeah. you to be open. People want you to, to just kind of share your experiences no matter what it is, right? Like we right. always want BTS. If we always want to see what people are doing, what, what, what's the mindset of people and just be raw and uncut. But then it's like, as soon as you are, you do it, they're like, Oh, it's you, unprofessional. You sound like you can't a complainer. Do I'm like, well, newsflash. I am a complainer. I, <laughs> Anybody I, who's ever met me is aware. I feel like most of the people too, that if they're, if they're out there saying, you know, this is unprofessional. Like if you had dimed out the person yeah, and oh, that girl's and, never going to see it. And She's not going to listen to this. <laughs> did everything else like that, yeah, you know, yeah. to like make it more about her yeah. and then like attacked her. I think that would have been bad, and I, but just in, in general, like, Hey, look like as yeah. a business owner, you know, do not, you know, you Please, shouldn't come to other rude. businesses and, and go through the process of being booked then wait like 12 or 15 hours before and then go somebody, no. you know, and then just like leave them hanging. Because think about it too, like if you, if you legitimately was like, okay, what you did, you was like, Hey, this time, this place I'm, I'm blocking out for you. Right. So it's like, that's time that could have been put somebody else. So if you needed yeah. the money, like that's taking money away from you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, I, I don't think people see it like that. You just got all those like people that are holier they're than thou. Yeah. And they're like, you should never do that. I, my business, if you want to book me, you can just book me. Well, there I'm were, fine. There were several who were like, I would never book with you. And I said, well, you're not my ideal client. Yeah. <laughs> like, Done. I don't care. Done. And then somebody cracked me up because they were like, well, I mean, these people are paying you. And I'm like, no. clearly you didn't read. You missed the point. No, they're not yeah. paying me anything. And they're probably not going to. Like, yeah. And just because you pay me money doesn't get... To, you don't treat me like garbage. Like yeah. I'm not your, you know, yeah. minion just because you paid me for some pictures. Uh, it doesn't 100%. make any sense. And the ones who, I swear, the ones who are the loudest about like, oh, that's unprofessional and blah blah blah. I'm just like, you wouldn't put up with it either. Like if you were yeah. genuinely running a legit business, and are busy, you wouldn't put up with it either. Yeah. If I was struggling for business or very new and just literally trying to fill my portfolio. I probably would have a different attitude. I did have a different attitude. I was good about, I'm an over communicator. <laughs> so even when I was doing free sessions or, you know, the, the terrible cheap yeah. ones, I always followed up on people. So I always knew they were going to show up. Like I never, and a lot of times it was friends of friends or it was like people who are, you know, familiar. But when you're starting to deal with like full blown strangers, like, yeah, like I have to have some security net knowing yeah. that you're going to show up. Cause like, what if I had not, checked back and seen because sometimes I do forget to look and see if they yeah. like especially if it's far out and then I always check like a few days before but what if I had been like oh well you know she's got I just it. sent yeah. it to her and she looked at it like she's gonna take care of it and I'll see her tomorrow at noon like what and if I showed had, up yeah yeah what if I just planned for it 
and yeah. showed up and then she doesn't show up and she doesn't say anything. Or if it was like there, a destination shoot too where you oh had to yeah. drive like two or three hours you away hear, or something crazy. You hear about people, especially newbies, doing that. Yeah. And like, like I showed up and they didn't come and they said they'd be here. And you're like, well, did you get a retainer? Do you have a contract? Anything. But usually no. Yeah. But they're new. Like... So that just means because they're new, you get to treat them like garbage. Like people just need to be a little more like social media is put. I mean, it's amazing in so many ways and I love watching it, (laughs) but in so many ways it's made people just less, they can just hide behind that. Like you would never just ghost somebody like that in real life. Yeah. Face to face. You would just not, it doesn't make, I will say I ghost a lot of people. Yeah, you won't. Like we'll stop being friends if you ghost me. I won't ghost you, Kim, but like there, there have been several people that I've wanted to work with, not mm-hmm. necessarily for like photos, but other yeah, things or whatever. whatever. And it's like, I'm, I'm doing my research yeah. and it's like, okay, Hey, I'll put some feelers out, but I hate hurting people's feelings. So it's like, whenever I find somebody better, like, like person a, I reached out to their inexperienced and it's like, they're cheap. I, I kind of want to go for them. But then yeah. I'm like, when I do my more, more research, I'm like, I don't really like their style. I kind of yeah, like had person you committed B's. to anything. Did you tell them, send me a contract? Here's my um, email. No, no. That's usually, usually like it's before then I just ghost. Like That's I don't fine. say anything. I have no problem with that. Yeah. It's mildly annoying, Yeah, but I'm talking about the it's people okay. who are like, I mean, people ghost me all the time. Clearly they do it to me too. But I mean like when you're like, here is all of my personal information. Send me this stuff for this date and this time. I've got this book. That's totally different. Yeah, Yeah. I want a book. Here's my information. Send me this stuff. And then you say nothing. That's rude. Oh yeah. And like, I don't care if you changed your mind. Let me know. Tell me I'm out of your budget all of a sudden. I will refer you to somebody else that I know might be in your budget. Yeah. But when you ghost me, now we're done. And I just never like announced it to all of them. It was just a monogamy. Yeah. Now I just told all of them, but that was weird. Cause then that, um, post got a lot of, it got me a lot of likes too. It got me over the yeah. 2000. Well, I guess the no bad press is good. No, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bad stuff is it, still good stuff. Yeah. There, there, <laughs> there is no bad press publicity. Yeah. And then, so that was a few weeks ago. And then I second shot a wedding with, um, Fox and fig, Sarah yeah. who's local here. She's awesome. And, um, so we, I want to have her on it sometime. And she works with a videographer and they're like the best team you ever saw. Like they yeah. work so well around each other. I always see posts about photographers complaining about videographers at weddings yeah. and them getting in each other's way yeah. and stuff. I mean, like we even shot that one wedding and we're a little concerned, like somebody like that they might yeah. <laughs> get yeah. in our way, but they work so well together. And I'm like, that's, that's interesting. So I want to have them on sometime. And they, they both agreed. We just got to get our lives together and actually do it, learn how to operate a, calendar but anyway (laughs) on a side note I was shooting some headshots for Sarah and then another photographer and I was like okay now put your camera up to your face you know pretend like you're taking a picture of me and I hear a click and she took a picture of me and I came rolling like we were like dead set in the middle of moving yeah my hair was probably dirty it would have been so traumatized it had been raining and so I'm like oh well I have socks on I'll just slip on these Birkenstocks anyway and then I had these like camo tie-dye sweatpants from Target oh my goodness (laughs) they're amazing by the way I hope they make more colors because I'm gonna buy all of them (laughs) but anyway so I come rolling up and then I had my like this tank top from my cake girl sweet tooth designer cakes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it says like sugarcoat everything or anything you've seen it but anyway nonetheless I look a hot mess like real bad like so bad and I always kind of look messy but it was so bad I got out and they both went oh you got dressed up for us you know (laughs) and I'm like 
You get what you get, girls. Yeah. And so she actually took my picture while I was taking her picture. And she's like, I'm going to post this everywhere. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. It's funny, you know. So I made a post with one of my good headshots where I'm like posing myself to look skinnier. Like I don't actually look like that when I'm taking a picture. And then what I actually look like in that picture and put them together and was like, I can't be the only one. And then like shared that. And apparently yeah. all of us photographers show up looking like garbage to every single shoot, <laughs> especially like the family photographers. They're like, I'm climbing trees and wrestling kids and, yeah. you know, covered in cake. And so apparently we all, we all show up really messy, but the whole thread was hilarious. Like people with pictures of themselves. Yeah. One person had like a full, like onesie pajama thing on it. It, it oh was my goodness hilarious there was only very few in there who were like no i would never like my mom would kill me you know and i'm what, like what you should have done it should have been like the good headshot would have been like the photography you pay for yeah. and then like the like the wretched <laughs> shot would have been like the, the free Ex one you got except for i am the the, the ratchet <laughs> one that's the problem like because somebody there's a meme going around with um oh, the guy played aquaman and it's like jason momoa yeah and yeah. it's like him all in a suit and all hot and stuff and it's like the, the photographer that knows what they're doing. And then the next one is him and he's, he's like bald, bald from yeah. skit. And it's like the photographer who doesn't charge an arm and a leg or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, but I am the, the one that looks like a disaster. <laughs> like if you're going to base, like, yeah, I always, I literally come up into sessions and I'm like, I warn them ahead in the message or like, I've got jeans on and a t-shirt, but I look a mess, you know, but <laughs> we're not taking my picture. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Especially when it's so hot. It's like, you're just trying not yeah. to get eaten by bugs and, yeah, it's funny, but, and my, my clients all know, but again, that was that deemed unprofessional, probably a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I don't show up looking professional, but I don't think people care. Like, I don't care what my, my I also think on it's, as it's, it like depends on like your audience and your context too. It's like, it's like, I'm pretty sure if you were showing up to like yeah. carry underwater or something like that, Correct. you probably wouldn't roll out in like if, sweatpants. If I'm shooting a con like the cool stuff you'll talk about that you're doing, I, I will dress that. appropriately for that. <laughs> Like probably too appropriately where they'll think I'm a fan. You, which you know I what's interesting am. is even I, I just wear like the same thing. But you're a boy. You can just wear a t-shirt and jeans and it looks normal. I Did mean, you look at that picture of me? I looked pretty bad. Like you would bad. never go out like that. You need to post it on the Bourbon and Boca yeah, Facebook. Sure but I mean, it was pretty gnarly the socks and sandals is what really did it in apparently everybody's <laughs> like well the rest is okay but the socks with those sandals apparently there's appropriate socks to wear with birkenstocks and they're like taller but i had like eight white ankle socks on <laughs> I, like, I i don't think i don't think socks out. i don't think socks and sandals are which, ever allowed or i don't think sandals are ever allowed because i don't like feet so so like yeah. dirty hair is so like many problems so i don't it's not a problem it's just like <laughs> so look like I don't like Dirty hair either. is is gross to me. Yeah, just because I think of like germs and like <laughs> nasty things that's just been sitting there and festering in like oils and body stuff and germs. I don't germs know how you survived COVID. But terrible. Yeah, um, with a healthy fear of germs, that's how I survived COVID. Like the how how everybody should have survived <laughs> COVID with a with a, with a with a healthy fear, fear of, germs. of germs and hand sanitizer. Um, but feet are like I hate my feet. Like yeah. and like. You know how like some people, and I'll say dudes mostly have this, yeah. but it's like that big toe that's like rocked out <laughs> to like the left or to the right, and it's like crooked or all back in, and it's like the nails like encase the hole. It's like yeah. it's disgusting. It makes you like want to vomit. Yeah. Like mine are not like that. No, I wouldn't but, expect them to be. But I will say like even mine gross me. It's just like 
feet like are just gross. Did you hear there was a guy on a plane? I guess it was a TikTok thing or he took a video of it. And so he's, he's on a plane and he's mm. sitting on, and a guy took all, his bare foot and set it up on, you know, like, cause you have the arm of your chair and then there's somebody behind you and the guy behind him put his foot up on the arm of his chair. And like, he took a video of the whole thing. He did some, oh, he dumped water on it. <laughs> He poured water all over the guy's foot and then the guy like, you know, retracted it back. But Travis would have a heart attack. I, I would have put a glove on <laughs> and grabbed that big toe and broke it. <laughs> Can you have died? Just broke like, it. Like who does that? Speaking of rude. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's terrible. Anyway, that's what that made me think of. Cause yeah. I, I would die. Feet are gross though. Yeah, feet are, they're not. I break my toes all the time. I might, like I run into things and break them. <laughs> like the table all the time. And then I broke my pinky toe so bad that I had to wear socks until it was healed because it was so like loosey goosey that if I barely brushed it up against something, it would go back out. It was gross. Oh it was awful. <laughs> and my little tie and my little pinky toe, like I have stupid looking feet anyway, but like it, it's just like a little tiny sausage. There's no joints or anything in it. <laughs> broken little nugget hanging <laughs> off the side so that I was so mad when I did it again like I literally brushed it up against like a, be a bean bag while I was like doing laundry and there it was all right <laughs> off to the side I'm like that's, oh that's, no that's so gross all man. the time sorry if, if anybody has like weird foot things right now or like oh. any kind of fear they're like this is the worst podcast Turn ever no there's more people with foot fetishes probably <laughs> that's that's incredibly gross like, I know it is weird <laughs> All of them are kind of weird, though. Yeah, I, I feel like m any fetish is is pretty pretty out there, but feet fetishes are just I, don't, I can't understand something sweaty that you walk in <laughs> yeah. and that makes you like all I hot and bothered, like weirdos, and like you got like foot fungus and all that nonsense. There's so many problems like that athletes' happen. feet, yeah, just and then some guy on a plane just sets it right next to you. Dude, right up that, against your elbow. That dude would have <laughs> got decked right in the mouth. I know, but like, what even occurs to a person to even think that that's okay? That's what I don't get. I don't understand what goes through people's heads of thinking that stuff is okay behavior. I, I, I think that because, I guess, the internet, people have just lost all moral like boundaries and like just like decency of, of human interaction where and yeah. i think like the entitlement of like where they yeah. can say anything they want without yeah. fear of repercussions so it's like i'm gonna put my foot on this guy's like foot rest or like armrest yeah. and then it's like if he gets the wrong person like me he'd get bashed in the mouth and he'd been like oh and then you get arrested though like he's not gonna get arrested for just putting his foot on your foot rest i don't know i feel like i, I could <gasps> say it's a hate crime Speaking of, did you see the lady freaking out in Victoria's Secret? No. Oh, my goodness. You have to pull that video up when we're done here. Okay. I didn't know what people were talking about because I did get onto TikTok, and now I, I lose, like, hours of my life in it. <laughs> I really do. And I laugh, and my husband's like, what are you laughing at? TikTok. I'm like, it's a cat. <laughs> it's usually a cat or a dog. Sometimes a turtle. <laughs> but anyway, she's it's this whole thing. But, like, people kept referencing it. I'm like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Finally, it popped in my feed, and I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Just semi-freaks out. It was a woman. There's some race stuff in there, but it's basically two chicks, and the one chick just starts freaking out. And then the other one starts videoing her because she's freaking out. And she had tried to hit her, or at least did. And then even in other like clips, you can mm -hmm. see the girl like freak out and come out. It's complete insanity. The chick is having a full blown like toddler tantrum. Oh my goodness. It, it, like how old is this lady? Oh, 30s. And oh apparently a school teacher. She ruined her life. Like yeah, you should well, just calm down and let Victoria's Secret. 
It wasn't worth the free pair of underwear. Just move on. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was weird. It's crazy. But anyway, I just saw that last night, so you're going to have to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and now this will air, like, so long. Everybody, like, old news. Yeah. Like, well, I'm late to the party, everybody. Yeah. You know. I don't think it happened that long ago. Days, maybe. That's just more stupid. I want to get into TikTok. I don't. I deleted TikTok. I'll probably delete Instagram if if I don't if they understand Instagram. Video. So oh yeah, yeah. why if, are they doing that? You think um, to compete with TikTok? TikTok. It, it's it's what it is. Um, and so I've I've kind of said this on the podcast. Um, I think it was either this the stand or maybe it was um um. You're talking about Greg, yeah, episodes? yeah, oh, the okay. stand episode, or maybe the Greg N- N- Napoli episode. But I talked about how you know with things and technology and the way cameras are. Yeah. Like right now, I I will say if you're a photographer and just a photographer only, um, you will find yourself irrelevant within the next like. I think so too. I'll, I I at least want to say like a good six years, and honestly, an argument could be made for more or less. But I would just say a solid six years, if you don't understand the basics of video or how to tell a story with video, um, you will find yourself Like video will be the new photography where now it's everybody with the cameras a photographer. It'll be the the new thing will be. And I will say that there is a huge difference between videographer and cinematographer. Man, I get so worked up anymore whenever I see people. Explain it. So... I mean, cinematographer, I think of movies. And and that's, yeah, 100%. And it's like, realistically, like a videographer, what is a cinematographer? And a cinematographer is a videographer. Like, I'm sure, like, if you talk to a real cinematographer, they would bash me on making that, making that comparison. Right. But what I love is when you got people that are like downtown the holler of some little place <laughs> and they call themselves a cinematographer and they're oh. doing like, like stupid TikTok little clips. Yeah, TikTok <laughs> clips or ads or for something. It's kind of like, no, dude, not you, the same. you are not, I don't even know what you're doing. You're just putting on auto and running it and yes. probably putting it in some like cheap video editor, like Luma right. fusion. And it's like, that's not even like a professional editor. Like, what are you doing? Like none of this is real. But every, every thing has those guys. Like we yeah. have them in photography. Oh yeah. You know, so there's always that yeah. guy. There's always <laughs> that guy. Always that guy. And it's, it's, it's terrible. Terrible. And he's usually middle-aged looking yeah. for young girls. No, that's a whole different subject. Yeah. That page. Oh, my gosh. So I had to get everybody riled up on that. So I want to do a full dedicated podcast <laughs> to that. It's I gross. don't want to mention it now, but yeah, okay. that, that, that will be a full it's dedicated podcast. Sure. Uh, just know that we will be talking about elderly people and studios and what they allow inside their studio. And oh. it's terrible. Okay. Well, I mean, that's a while. It, okay. It's still, it's still young women. It's young you know, women. In very precarious situations. I know. Um, I want to mom them all. I like, where's your mom? Yeah. So many people right now are like, oh my God, what, what no, is this? It's What's nothing. going it's, on? It's, Who are we talking it's about here? It's it's just, it's, it's, we've talked about it before though. Yeah. It's not. We'll talk about it again sometime. So anyway. <laughs> moving um, on. Back. So cinematographers and videographers. Yeah. Th- what th- is the big difference? Um, To me, 
and this is my unprofessional opinion because yeah. I, I I would we're full of those yeah because <laughs> um, I'm not a cinematographer I mean I I do agree that cinematographers do big feature films and and, and it's different but even if you look at like small films like it would it, like people that record those are still cinematographers so I think the difference comes down into training and equipment mm-hmm. so I think if you actually know what you're using know why you're using it um, and actually using like I don't want to say like professional grade cinema cameras, but at the same time using the equipment you have to get that kind of quality. Yeah. Because even like my Sony's can get, you know, decent footage. Like they get good footage, but it's nothing compared to an Air an, an Area Alexa or And those or are bigger camera. cameras typically. Like you see people with big old, yeah. or if they made them smaller now that. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the I Red mean, Komodo. Like, you know what they used to be, but. The red Komodo is actually the size. It's like a little cube. It literally is a little cube, and like, like I don't know, like you. Is can that the fit real durable one, one you guys talked about that one time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's it's an amazing cinema camera, um, but I mean, it's super small. And mm-hmm. but something like that gives you really good footage. It gives you raw footage, so you get. I'm nerding out probably way more than yeah, you Yeah, I don't too. know what you're talking about. But I've, I've zoned out now. It, it, <laughs> it just gives you a lot more quality and a lot more durability in your clip so you can push it further. So when you go to edit and things like that, it makes your edits even more better. You can push colors more. So it just makes everything easier and just different. Whereas like Joe Schmo with like a little Canon M50 or something yeah. like that, you know, and it's like they put it on movie mode because that's what all oh. the cinema people do. And it's like, nah, dude. Well, it's the same as people shooting auto and photography. A hundred percent. Yeah. With uh, no idea about lighting or anything else. Yeah. I, I and, would assume it all comes And what's funny, play. it's like, so film lighting is, is the same as like regular lighting, uh-huh. right? Uh, or, or like photography lighting, like it's still all done on stops and things like that. But there's just so much more because when people look into it, I think in photography, I think the lighting kind of gets, it's important, but to many people, I think they get lost in like, oh, well, we got to call this something. So then they'll be like, if I put this light over here and get a little triangle on your cheek, oh, it's Rembrandt lighting, you know? Oh, like, I've never even heard and like, <laughs> Oh, well, that's like probably like the most known like know lighting technique. Um, but in like film lighting, like there's, it's, it's everything is like amplified, but there's book lighting, clamshell lighting. There is the Rembrandt lighting. There's all these other things to do. Do they worry as much about like when you're shooting outdoors, do they look for certain lighting? Like the way we do, like I'm not shooting. Oh yeah. They not only do they look for certain lighting, but what they'll use is big, huge, like scrims and like shades and stuff like that to To create it, to create it. So even if it's not perfect outside, or even if it is perfect outside, they're going to do something to to bend it it and soft it, soften it, soft, soft it, uh, soften it to make it not as harsh. Cause even on, I was on recently on a short film, um, in Kentucky actually, mm-hmm. where that was the case. We was doing a, a sun, like a sunset and kind of like yeah. an early morning kind of scene, but it was all done in one day. Um, and I think we started shooting at like 6 PM. So it was all like sundown, oh. but the sun had come through the cloud and we, we had cloud coverage for a little bit and we still softened it a little bit. But when that but that cloud would go away. It was just harsh Blasting sunlight it. on yeah. the actors. So we actually had to set up like some negative, um, um, sorry, not, not negative, like fill or anything like that, but we had to set up like big, huge, like basically scrim that like softens the light even yeah. more or diffuses the light. Um, so that way it's not as harsh. On their yeah. Face. Cause I always wonder about that. Cause when you were watching movie, I don't even know what we were watching. 
some Superman movie or something. And it was very much like golden hour out in a yeah. cornfield. And it looked exactly like if, if I was taking pictures, that's what you, the you light. You think that, yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. I always, so then in my head I was thinking, I wonder if it really was like sunset golden hour. I mean, they were getting scenery stuff too, but yeah. I mean, you could, it, it's Superman. They're faking all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah. There. But I always wonder like, do they have to wait for certain times of lighting or do they, that that's interesting. They so just create it. If you, if you study film, like you would realize that everything is almost manipulated. It's, it's all like fake. <laughs> yeah. Every bit of it. Um, a, a good, a good lighting account is, is film lighting on Instagram. Mm. And you will see some of the most craziest things in the world that people do. But it's like, but it works when you look at it, you're like, Oh my God, like that's what's what, that's yeah. what they do to make a movie. Um, so even in the case of like, like the Superman, the sunset scene, yeah. like there's so much going on behind that. Yeah, to get I'm sure. One little look. If it even like I know people that um, a good buddy of mine that we've been working with, um, he's done a short with another guy. Uh, I think it's oh my goodness, I've, I've you can't r- name wrote, drop a forerunner forerunner oh. productions. That's who it was. <laughs> oh, they did a, they did a shoot a uh, little short thing, a little short film kind of thing, and they did one where it was like a guy kind of like talking about the art of creativity. I think I'm probably butchering it. If, if, yeah. if he's listening, right now, he's like, dude, you're, you're don't butchering. be mad. <laughs> don't be mad. Yeah. Don't be mad at me, dude. Uh, but he did like a little short film on it. And you would think from the lighting that he did it at like noon, but it was actually like nine o'clock at night How or something crazy. like that. The sun was down, but everything was lit so well that it was just like, That's and insane. edited so well. It's like, wow. Like I can't believe that. And it was, but what would be the benefit of doing it at 9 p.m. at night, not just doing it at noon? Um, just time. Like, if you oh. think about it, like, if you are filming all this other stuff, you know, you, you kind of got to take what you can and, and figure out. Fit. Sometimes the sun goes down, so it's like, hey. You're this still was, on a timeline, so yeah. you got to fake it. Yeah, fake the sun. so you got to <laughs> fake everything. And what's interesting is if you look at the film 1917, the the Roger Deakins film. Yeah, I and, remember. Uh, I think it was Sam, Sam Smith, I think. Previous um, but great film. But it, most of the stuff was done on, on, on one-shot takes, and it follows, like, their character through, in, in every uh-huh. scene or whatever, so it's really cool. But they had to wait because they couldn't just put up scrims or anything to block out the sun or anything because of how vast uh, the, the and, shot on, was. And, and the movement, you know, yeah. and how intricate everything was. They couldn't do that. So they actually had to wait for cloud coverage. So where they was filming in England and stuff. Which there they, should be plenty of clouds. Well, there actually wasn't. <laughs> oh. Like there wasn't a lot of cloud coverage. <laughs> when you need or it, in it's France. not there. Either England or France, oh, something like France. that. Yeah. But there wasn't a lot, like there, it was nothing. So they would get one cloud and all the actors, everybody would be on set all day just sitting around. Wait for Clouds. literally waiting for one cloud to come up and then they would shoot for like that 20 minutes and if they didn't get it they have to it wait was, for another cloud. they have to wait for another one and redo it and it was like it's one of those things with the film it's kind of like if you didn't know that everything looks fluid it looks amazing it's and that's why they charge awesome. an arm and a leg yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> that's why, why your ticket is you know 17 dollars. yeah and what's what's funny is like even even then like the people that make the films yeah like when when things are in theaters, like they don't really see a lot of that. Like yeah. they don't really see any. Of that oh money. no, that's what they it, said. That movie theaters, the reason why some of them are going out is because well, the reason the food's so expensive is because that's all they're really making money on. Once yeah. they buy the movie, it's so expensive for the theater to buy that they're not really profiting even off the. Yeah, I'm sure that like people think it's all oh, it's all this. And oh it's yeah. Like, but the the little guys making it are probably no. not making no. 
insane I, amounts. They probably get paid a salary on it, and that's it. Most, I, I think somebody had told me or, or watched something where, where somebody was saying that they get their money later on on, like, the royalties oh. if you buy, like, a DVD, DVD yeah, or, or something like Not that. Not ticket sales and but stuff. But even now with, like, streaming services and stuff like that that offers the things for free, it's like that it kind of makes it a little bit different. Um, so yeah. the movie industry is just kind of weird right now, I well, think. Overall, and COVID weirded stuff. it all out too. Yeah. Because now it's like, you don't even get the, the, the movie thing. It just goes straight to the box well, office. And then people are complaining, like even Disney plus, like they'll put a movie out and they'll still charge you like 20 bucks or something for it. But it's like, you know how much it would have cost me to take all of my oh, kids yeah. to the movie theater I've, I've and buy had them that all same snacks? Argument. It's, it's like, like 20 bucks is still worth it. Like, I, I think or to wait watch, until I think to free. watch Black Widow yeah. on, on Disney Channel or Disney Plus, it's 30 bucks. And yeah. it's like, okay, sure. If, 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 you, if you were a couple going to the movies, you'd probably spend $25 for, for the two Just tickets. Just the tickets. Yeah. Um, however, it's like if you are a family oh. of three, like – that thirty dollars, and then you don't have to buy dinner or anything, or yeah. buy snacks, buy popcorn. You can just you do can it all. Pause at home. it and go yeah. to the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, so many. it's just the movie theater experience. I do love though. Oh, like 100%. we went to a theater, and I wish like our area would open it up. It, maybe Nashville area does have one, but um, maybe we can open one and call it Bourbon and Boat. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, it was like this real nice theater where there was. It was the big cushy reclining yeah. seats and it was a limited seating and you had a waitress and there was a bar and food oh, wow. and like gourmet popcorn. So it was like Parmesan and garlic or oh, you know, wow. like fancy yeah. stuff, but it wasn't that our tickets were still only, we probably went to a matinee, but it was still, and this was years ago, like 11, 12 bucks. Yeah. But it was totally worth it. It was awesome. Like, I think something like that could do well where it's, I'd pay more money for that better experience. Yeah. And to just get out and go have that experience than the $10 for the like sticky floor and the screaming children, you know, like oh, I 100%. think as things change where you can either just stream it at home or if I do want the experience, I, I wish there were more like, like I'd say that fancy spots like that, that where will you be the it. future of, I think, movie theaters is yeah. you're, they're going to have to used to the movie experience was just seeing the movie right but now, now if people can yeah. see the movie at home it's like what else are you offering that right like, that's why you see more vid- more more places now are offering like beer and wine and, and yeah bringing oh, in like Wisconsin, the bar they scene. all have it <laughs> and have for years <laughs> yeah but even like nashville the one we go to around green hills they yeah. have like a little bar oh, where do you they? Can yeah. get like wine but is it still like, like a regular setup theater like seat after seat you're all yeah. kind of cramped. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 still like the reclining seats, though. So it's like really nice, cushy yeah. seats, and it reclines like back. Like this one had like, I think um, there was a table in between us. I mean, it, or, or there was like, yeah. a, you know, almost like an airport, airplane one where you could pull it up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was really nice. I think something like that could be, especially in an area like this, successful. Oh, yeah. People willing to pay for just the experience of the whole thing. But, and I love like a drive-in. We used to do that when I was a kid. I, lo- I still love the drive-in. Yeah. They were going to be building some amazing one here, but I don't know if that got put, if COVID screwed that or Probably what? messed that one up i don't know, I don't know. but it would have been awesome i don't know i'm not a fan of i just took my kids to the movies the other day and we hadn't been in so long they were so excited but again it was <laughs> like 60 dollars um the <laughs> uh, peter rabbit two <laughs> or whatever it's called <laughs> is that his name peter rabbit i don't know that's a british bunny <laughs> sure P- peter cottontail peter rabbit something i like that. only almost dozed off once i fell asleep one time in one of those movies and we were like in the very front row because we got there late yeah and i like hard fell asleep and then one of the kids was like mom wake up in front of everybody i'm like shut up then i fell back asleep probably but yeah well what else have you been doing though because you told me you're going on a trip 
Yes. Um, and I've decided him and I have to be best friends. Um, so I, 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 I won't say his name on here just well, because. Well, don't say his name. Um, but I will say uh, within the hiatus of, of Bourbon and Boca podcast, it's just been literally figuring out where this business is going with oh, for my stuff. What you're doing with your life. Oh, well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all in the same thing because um, since moving to Nashville, never – I think I made this comment before. Never would I have thought of being like a country like yeah, artist you don't photographer. Even like it or listen to it. Yeah, um, <laughs> but secrets out. Since, <laughs> since being here, it's just kind of been like there's well, been it's a, all it's everywhere. Yeah, um, it's been artists reaching out like, hey man, like I, I've seen your work. Your, your work is really good. Would you want to come on tour with me on a weekend? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Are they finding you because of? Like you shot one person and then they see their stuff and then it that's, just kind of snowballs. That's pretty much been it. I've I've shot uh, a few things and if anybody shares that, it's like so. You know, when I, when I say I'm shooting for country artists, I'm not talking about like big people. A lot of yeah. these are like up and comers or I, I don't even want to say like up and comers. Like there's like one dude who's like toured with like Justin Moore. I yeah, mean, he's actually he's like a mid tier. Like I'm sure he's going to blow up within the next year or two. Um, but it's like, you know, people that are up and coming or in that level, like they're all following each other and they're all trying. Right. They're all, and I will say it's actually interesting to see how collaborative they are. Yeah. As like compared they have their to own photographers. Too. Because yeah. photographers in the community, we've talked about, we beat this with the dead horse. It, it, it's weird to find a good community and there's a ton of negative ones. And I'm sure there is a ton oh, sure. in the music industry. Yeah. But what I've found from thus far is, a lot of people that are willing to kind of help each other out because I think they all feel the struggle a little bit more than photographers because most people aren't like this is my livelihood you know like th this is this is my livelihood this is my everything you know and and usually they most photographers have like a side hustle or a side gig or some other support system right but a lot of these artists they don't and if they do have that that backs that, that other support system they're still trying to collaborate with other people like hey how can we both grow to the next level so long story short you know uh, i've been taking a couple of their photos they've been referring me around to their friends and their yeah. friends has been referring me to their friends so it's just been this I'm massive i'm completely jealous like, by the way cuz this is like my I, childhood dream it's it's interesting um, places you want to go do cake smashes no <sighs> I, I, I tried to the be the the, 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 fa <laughs> the family photographer and all that nonsense, but this it's, is a better fit me. for you. Yeah, and I think the fact that you don't necessarily know country probably makes it even better because you're not a fangirl. I would yeah. be so excited. Well, if this was like Odessa or or somebody like that, I don't know who that is. Oh my god, it's like See? <laughs> or like Yoast or somebody. I'd nope. be like, yo, <laughs> this is. I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked Excited, to be here. Yeah. Um, or if it was like Metallica, like I'd be okay, like, and like yeah. breaking binge. I'm like, yeah, this is amazing. I'm so excited for this. But um, it's yeah. such a weird way of shooting. Like I always think your stuff is so amazing. And I'm like, how do you do that? And that, because it's so different than so me trying to like make the dad cooperate and mom look good and the kids to look, you know, it's like so much more documentary, which I yeah. actually like a lot and would love to get into, but like, I don't have the, I don't have the ability to do it. Like, so honestly, right now really, I, I've, I've actually had a, had an interview recently for, for, for a big thing. And they asked me to describe my work because before oh. they looked at it, they wanted oh. me to, to describe <gasps> it to them. Oh, no. And, and what's interesting is, 
is I would say that my work is more documentary. Like yeah. it's it's I I don't want to do anything no funky crazy. And stuff. Yeah. And it's like realistically, if if you looked at my edits, I do some funky things, but I do it so subtly that it doesn't really stand out. It doesn't um, look. Uh, it's not too word? like photoshopped and like crazy. Corny. That's yeah. The word. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's what I enjoy, and I think that's kind of what's resonating with a lot of these people is they want just that because I think so many people are kind of either over everything's cyclical right so I mean everybody's kind of over the the composite images all these crazy things and all yeah. this stuff going on it's like they just want something real raw and it's kind of I don't want to say uncut but just something like real so that's what I've described my work well and I think your job is not to be a show-off during it you're trying to showcase them yeah so if you're doing all this distracting weirdo stuff to it, then it takes away from It takes away them. from people's experience. It takes yeah. away from them. And it also, I think it takes away from the experience. Like, I, I get so sick of, of all these other photographers out there that are like, oh, you don't shoot flash? Then you're not a photographer. Oh, and yeah. it's like, no, no, like, not everywhere in life, my dude, is <laughs> going to have you shooting flash. So it's like, if you don't know how to get a good shot without it, like, get out of here. Yeah. Um, and it's just I distracting. I hate those, like, end-all, be-all like statements like if you don't know this you don't yeah. know that and yeah. you can't do this and yeah. I'm like um there's very few things where I make statements like hardcore I, I don't know of any I'm sure I, I do it a lot of on a lot of things but I mean as far as like being super serial about it like I I think there's always like a time and place for everything yeah. Yeah, yeah. um if you do studio work like I'm not saying you should always use flash, but that's a great place for it. Yeah. You know? Now that joy is shown, I'm like, well, this is the greatest thing yeah. ever. And it's not because it, well, it, it made the editing easier. Like I found skin tones and stuff were easier and we have yeah. amazing light in our one room. So like yeah. you could do hundred percent do it without. Yeah. But yeah, there are some people who are like mostly shoot studio. And then when you get them out side they're lost and it, it's a funny thing because it's like they're an expert and some of them are like the best i've you know are yeah. amazing studio i'm not amazing studio i'm not amazing outside i'm just sort of like mediocre at all of it <laughs> but i mean being mediocre at all of it has its benefits because oh, i kind of you know roll with the punches on yeah. stuff um so but you know i what's that saying like the jack of all master of none yeah, yeah. like you, yeah, I don't. Sometimes I wonder if it works against me because I'll never be super successful because I'm not exceptional at anything. <laughs> See, I I feel that same way, and even the stuff that I do, it's like, like, do I understand how to use Flash? Sure. Yes. Do I use Flash? Not very no. often. No. No, yeah. I, I'm going to say nine times out of ten, I'd rather not. For me, Flash um, is a stylistic thing too. I mean, yeah. like if you can get the light another way, Flash is my last choice. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. But but yeah, I mean, with my work though. I, I keep everything with like a very just, I don't know, documentary style. Yeah. And, and your man angles. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting better about the no, man angles. they're not angles. bad. Half they're the time bad. you're shooting other men yeah. anyway, so, so it's it fine. Um, but but the, I joke about the man angle thing. It's probably more of a documentary angle than it is anything. Like I tease you at I, calling it that. I think it's a little bit of both though. Because I mean... I, but that, you know, what's funny is I see that angle on Instagram and stuff like influencers yeah. using those angles. And I'm like, I'm, I, I just started, I just, I, I started it. I feel like oh, I started, started it. Yeah, I started the trend. We um, should, we should call it something. Just, just call it the, the <laughs> Travis angles. <laughs> that's um, not good at all. That's perfect though. Better, better name. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like, 
I always try to come at things a little bit differently too, because I, I get so sick of everybody. Like I'm all about composition like, yeah. as much as the next guy, but I'm also like not afraid to take a different angle than normal. Like yeah. I get that most, like I will say nine times out of 10 girls are not going to want an upward angle shot. Like I get it. Like nine times out of 10. Unless they're a young influencer who has zero body fat. Yeah. <laughs> then it might um, be okay. And it's like, but like that's the angle that nobody ever sees. And that's going to be the shot. That's going to be the most interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might see a, a, a roll there. May, maybe you might see a, a, chin. a, a chin or something, <laughs> you know, but it's like, I feel like that is what's going to tell a different story in a way. Cause it, it's, cause I, I, when I teach photography classes, this is what I always tell people like, don't be afraid to go to a different angle because it's like, if you're five, five yeah. and everybody around you is five, five, They've always seen you from that perspective. Yeah. Now, if your husband's six five, he's seen you from a whole like a foot different. So if he takes a photo of you at that perspective, you're like, wait a minute, like oh, it looks different. This, yeah. this is different, you know? And other people, when you post it, they'll probably be like, Oh wow, girl or guy, like you look so good. If you lost weight, like, you know, yeah. like what's different? You change your hair, and it's like, no. People well, don't know. it's a perspective change. The other problem is when you just take a good, clean picture of them and they go, oh. And it's like, yeah, that's what you look like. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Like sometime before we've liquefied you yeah. or, you know, like I've already done the most flattering angle I can. And like, but sometimes I'm like, you look how you look like, yeah. like that. Or there's so many things where it's like, <laughs> I had one lady, this is years ago. And like, it was a mini session. And she said, do you have any other of my husband not making that face? Well, that was his face. Like, he made that face. Yeah. In every, and smiling, not smiling. Like, I don't even know which face in particular she was referencing. Because I, I literally yeah. sent her everything that could. And I'm like, lady, that's his face. Now, maybe because I'm tall and she's short, she sees his face differently. Like, I, what you're saying, like, is a different angle. It but could that's be. his face. But, and, and. And yeah. I probably shot it with a 50. So, like, there's very little... Distortion. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was his face. Yeah. And that's how I, he smiles. And then I and think... I'm sorry. I think that right there just gets down to expectation versus reality. Oh, well, because I think so many people see themselves as, the as, as like, stuff. Scarlett Johansson, like, yeah. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, no, honey, oh, you're, like, Larry you the Cable like. Guy yeah. and, like, Tammy. Yeah. It's like, you're... You're not that. Well, like that picture I posted of me looking like a professional in my headshot <laughs> and then me in my sweatpants. Yeah. Like, even my... I probably weigh the same in both of those. Like, everything is the same other than, like... Outfit. Clean hair and outfit. Um, but I purposely, like, while I'm pretending to take a picture while you take a picture of me, I'm, like, contorting my body to make it look... Yeah. ...skinnier. But then when I'm, like, actually taking your pictures, I'm, like, squatting and stretching, and I look like a fool. I don't look cute doing it. Yeah. But, like, I know that, like, going into it. Like, when Sarah sent me that picture, I laughed hard, but I know that's exactly what yeah. I look like. Like, oh, yeah. she didn't, like make that up or like yeah. purposely, you know, it, that's how I look. <laughs> and I, I think too, like that just kind of, I'm going to take that back into the, into the documentary argument yeah. because I think that so many people have seen a very like professional Photoshop thing for so many years, yeah. everything in Maxim and sports illustrated or whatever yes. other thing has always been heavily Photoshopped. Even Lighting the women is who perfect. are stunningly beautiful and yeah. perfect are still Photoshopped. Oh yeah. yeah. Everything, everything is fake. And I think that if now in 2021, I think we've, we've come to this and again, it's cyclical. Like yeah. uh, all this is, is a cyclical thing. But right now I think my style 
and documentary kind of work is is kind of like the end thing because people are like wow like that's what they really like that's what they're really going well, through that's, that's what, what I'm it really envious is of is being able to just shoot it and it be what it is like Kayla Nolan doing her um birth photography and stuff yeah like that stuff is that's raw gross. oh shut up Trent. <laughs> but I mean just the idea of yeah like the mom looks how she looks, the husband looks stressed out. Like you all look how you look, yeah. and that's what she's documenting. And they're okay with that. And they're okay with that. Yeah. And then I get people, or the rest of us all get people, and you're like, you know, like this is a nice, lovely picture of you and your family. This yeah. is how you all look. Like when you look back how, thirty how, how years from now, how you communicate that? Do you really want to look like a completely different person, or do you want your kids to remember like that? Like your kids looking back at, like me looking back at pictures of my mom. Because it was just film and it was yeah. what it was. She looks the way I remember her. Yeah. These poor children are going to look back at pictures of their moms on like Instagram and be like, who's that lady? Yeah, like, like I never saw her in real life. Yeah, you know, like, like it was Photoshop this, like completely get some different. plastic done. Yeah. Or, or. Like you look how you look and people got to accept it. I think there's a, a big difference though between even like birth photography, concert photography or anything like that compared to family photography is think about like, what the ultimate goal is. Yes. Like, you know, if somebody's performing in some way or right. having a baby, it's like, like there is no like posing. There is no like, oh, I can do this or, or none of that. But I think when people get the idea of a posed like family session or something like that, yeah. all of a sudden that, that documentary thought in their mind goes out the door because oh, yeah. it's like except, a very like. Except for with the kids. They yeah. will buy those shots of their kid running around like a lunatic, smiling. Oh yeah, but but not when it mom comes to not, them, they hate it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you'll get adorable shots of like mom forehead to forehead with the kid, like Eskimo kiss kind of. Oh, probably not. Let's say that, but you know what I mean. Well, yeah. Nose nudge, and then <laughs> or like kissing them or tickling them or and they're genuinely laughing. Yeah, and it's not always the most flattering look but it, like that's their genuine yeah smile you know and like i can clean some of that up a little bit and i usually do just because like you still would look like yourself it, yeah. it's just not but like i wish there's pictures like that and i go oh i wish they'd pick that and they'll be like i hate myself in that picture and i'm like but your kids will love it in yeah. 30 years like yeah. and i'm probably guilty of, well i'm just guilty of not being good at getting pictures of myself and my family like my kids are gonna have headshots of me with a camera <laughs> but none with them because <laughs> i just forget to like do it I don't like photos myself, period. So, I mean, I, I, I don't like pictures of myself, but I've, I'm old now and I've just sort of accepted it. And I think it's funny. Yeah. Like most of it's funny. If I can be laughing and like, like those headshots Joy and I did, we were genuinely like peeing our pants cracking up. I think that's, I know a, we that's an like experience though too, though. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, if, if you're ex having a good time and you're experiencing yeah. something in photos, it's going to make it better because then not only do you have that moment captured, but you have like, that experience, that good, that pleasurable moment and stuff and good memories right. behind it. So it even makes that whole thing even richer. And I try to make my sessions like that for people. Not that I'm like, you know, the most entertaining person, but I try to make it like quick and painless, or even if it is a long session, like not painful. Um, yeah. And let, like, let the kids run and be fun because they'll be better the next time you have pictures. But oh, if yeah. you make it a miserable, like stand here and stare at me and be smile, you know? Yeah. And I hate when the parents do that. To the look at the camera and smile. And I'm like, you look at the camera and smile. I yeah. will get them. They're yeah. cute all the time. Like yeah. your face is the one you need to worry about. <laughs> well, they that reminded me of, of, of two, one super old uh, uh, 
shoot that I had. And then I think I've told that story before. And then the recent one. So I, I, I did a one for, for a guy who just got a single out or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's on, it's on iTunes. So Ooh, you can see my work it. on iTunes, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, but <laughs> when I took his photos, I had everything pretty well planned out as far yeah. as the, the area. Um, but as far as like what the look was, was like a very like small town yeah. documentary kind of feel. Vibe, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the guy who's going to be my new best friend. Yeah. Cause he's from Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so he's listening, it was, just it so was you know. that, um, <laughs> and one of the comments he made, you know, when we was going through all these things, I was like going back and, you know, in and out, Hey, like, let's move here. Let's do this. Let's do that. And he was like, man, like he said, I, I like working with you because you're fast. Like you, yeah, you come oh, yeah. in and you get things done. Yeah. And that's just like, that's a different thing. You know, it, it, is you give them that experience, like you give them a, a good hospitable, like you can't just be cold and do that. No. You got to be warm and body yeah. and have a conversations and then, but continue to move. Cause if you go too far into the business side of things, you seem cold and distant, but if you get mm-hmm. too far into friendly things, you seem like a waste of money because yeah, it's like, I'm probably oh, end. Like, like, <laughs> you know, if, if I, if I, I pay, pay for an hour session. Oh, oh, well, yeah, that way. Well, but I always say up to 60 minutes. Yeah. That, that, and that's, and honestly, I usually talk to him in 60 minutes. So it's like, yeah, you're killing time. I don't ever think like, I always say at the very end, is there anything else? You yeah. think I forgot anything? Is there any other shot? And sometimes they say yes, and sometimes they're like no. And I go, okay, well, we probably can be done. I'm pretty confident I got everything. Yeah. And then I always like look at the dad and go, I mean, I can torture you longer if you want. Yeah. And he was like, nope, we're good. Nope, I have to good. go get dinner and the ice cream we bribed the kids with, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I remember a shoot that I had whenever I thought I wanted to be a family photographer is one of the children. <laughs> it didn't last long, did it? No, it didn't last long. <laughs> no, so I mean, this is actually, I think to this date, as far as my, my, my very short, like one month career as yeah. a family photographer, <laughs> um, it, it was, it was a family and their, and their son was autistic. Oh yeah. And like, they had like bribed the kid all day and, you know, they, they've done family photos before they and they were just like probably. this yeah. person, like, like, like we do not expect anything with, with him we'll because, take what we get. because of how, yeah. how he is or whatever. And they just talked about, you know, like in the past, like they, they didn't really say anything during, during the session or whatever, mm-hmm. but they just talked about how him and photographers just, it seemed like it was always more of a, a problem than what it is. They was like, we don't really expect anything out of that. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I just, like, he just seemed like a very jittery, active person. So my whole goal was to make him have fun the whole time. Like I kept making games, like put your arms up put your arms down. Yeah. I would do like a Simon says kind of thing with him. And then you just and catch him. I just catch him. Yeah. I just yeah. caught him in the moment or whatever. And it made it fun for him because he wasn't really thinking that he was getting his photos taken. He was just thinking he was playing a really fun game, game of like Simon says. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. You know, or, or just running around being silly, you know, yeah. and it's like, that's what I would try. I mean, I just let them go. And then after, like, the family was like, this has been one of the best Better experiences, experiences yeah. we've ever had with a photographer. And then you feel bad for all the, like, you feel bad that they had all those terrible experiences. Oh, 100%. Too. Because I just think about, like, like not only about having, you know, like like a, a son or daughter on that spectrum and, and just the challenges that naturally arise from that, but it's just like... It's stressful anyway, and then add that. Yeah, yeah. and you add that, but then it's like people treat them different or get mad at that, and it's like nothing... You, you'll ab- get both directions where people yeah. overcompensate and try to 
like yeah maybe like, or yeah. yeah or that or they are frustrated and you know but see they were so sweet about it that but that's another example of when you need to hire someone who has experience because yeah. someone not as quick thinking or as experienced with settings and stuff is going to be able to do all of yeah. that and so i always i always hate when somebody not hate that's a strong word but when you when people are like looking only at budget and then you have like a special needs kid, you got to look at like the portfolio and make yeah. sure this person is going to be able to, and ask them, tell them, be upfront, be like, Hey, we got a kiddo who's a little bit special about some things. So these are the, you know, like, and make sure that they have a response that is good. Like I'm completely comfortable with all of the things. Yeah. Um, but that's because my experience with everything. Yeah. But there are some people who are, and I was good, pretty quickly with photography like I wasn't shooting other people until I was very comfortable yeah but you know there's people up and coming who are like I got my Nikon cool pics like how <laughs> yeah. much should I charge and I'm like zero <laughs> yeah and like that person is not the best person yeah. to get you pictures if you have you know a special needs kid and especially. then it and I feel like it kind of sets them up for failure too because oh, yeah. they're like is and then this it's a miserable experience is? and then it snowballs into the next time when you do book somebody decent then you're screwed because the kid's like yeah. not that was a terrible experience I'm not doing that again yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I just the whole arm and leg thing <laughs> so I I will say the whole arm and a leg thing um, <laughs> is is interesting I so one of my good buddies I, I feel like I consider my mentor in, in like my career as like film filming or filmmaker whatever I would call this photographer I don't know yeah. which one I'm supposed um, to use. To be I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm supposed <laughs> to use, I don't, honestly. Um, but like, I, one of the things that I, I love with him is is when anybody kind of it depends with him, uh -huh. like as far as like what the project is. Yeah. Um, you know, he he still wants to be paid. He's yeah. still like paid. Uh, I think you know adequate or it's on par with everybody else. But certain there's certain things that he will do for people, uh -huh. um, and how he he'll talk to him, but how he comes up with it, he'll be like, you know, like every good drug dealer, the first one's free. Oh yeah. And, and that's how he'll kind of get that on. I a hundred percent buy into that. Like and, there are certain things I will do because I choose to, I just don't like when people come at you looking for free. Yeah. Like that's where the problem comes in yeah. and where they tend to be problem children anyway, you know, yeah. like, like that person's going to ask where the images are three all, hours after you all the, the budget. Shoot. Anybody who's wanting something budgeted is probably going to want everything like, you're going to nickel and dime you even yeah. after the fact. There, nothing's going to be right because they... And, and you just, you have to like, I think the new people are susceptible to dealing with that because they're wanting to book. And it's like, you have to just stand your ground on certain things because otherwise you're going to have those... I'm going to see you on Facebook yeah. posting like, what do I do now? Well, I, they're asking for the raws and then they filtered it and put it on Instagram. You know, like oh, they're, a, pro they're a problem in the first place. Oh, really? so, some of my filtered some of my photos, but it's all right. I, I, I don't care on, about that though. I think on Instagram sometimes I don't necessarily care either because uh, I don't even book through. I mean, this I is the way I look at it. I got stuff. paid like realistically, especially if it's like the only thing is people booking based on that. Yeah. You, you know, but you could always ask like, Hey, how did you find me? And if they say that, be like, okay, well just so you know, they posted yeah. some things that they had altered. So let me give you some, you know, yeah. the real edits, but yeah. But, but if um, they look any further and like follow the link to your page, they're going to see the actual edits anyway. So yeah. Going back to like the, the arm and a leg and like, like yeah. that cheap kind of client thing. I've, I've been kind of having this, this interesting thing. And I, I've, think it's more of like a mindset that people should have. And I think as a photographer or as a business owner for anybody who has like 
those clients that, you know, the budget friendly kind of people. And and to be fair, I get everybody has a budget. Oh, 100%. That's not it. I want you to just tell me that up front and I will find you somebody who I know is good within that budget. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But just because someone is within your budget, don't book them solely based on that. That's my only point. No, 100%. But for people that are coming into this though, and and they get those people and then they kind of freak out because the person's not happy, always try to challenge people to put yourself in that person's position. Because if you are already like struggling to make ends meet, but you want to have family photos done and you don't have a budget. So it's like they are literally taking money away from something that they may Important. need. So maybe it, it, maybe they're, they're skipping a, a half a month on their water bill or electricity, or, yeah. or maybe they're going to do without like a date night or something, you know, if, if, if they're in a relationship or maybe they're, they're doing away with something to mm. literally budget money for photos. So when they do that, it puts a, a pressure, a pressure on them to make sure that, what what they spend is worthwhile. But are and, they? Like, I feel like and, they often aren't researching it enough because you can find and that's someone. the problem. But see, like, if if somebody like me, if I'm like, hey, you know, it'd be $500 or mm-hmm. more, you know, depending on what they want, it's like they might not be able to scrounge up that enough money. But even if they do, they, at that point, it's pressure, it's, it's pressure on their minds because they... They're trying to get Make like Marvel, it. you know, like cinematic <laughs> universe, you know, kind of thing, right? But you know, whenever you're new, yeah, and it that's that disconnect, and and I think that's why a lot of people when they first start out and they and they get those clients, and it, it's just bad experience for both on both sides. It's because there's not a really good understanding on either side. It's like right. the photographer starting out doesn't really get why that person has such high expectations, has such high expectations, but a low budget. Whereas that person with a low budget doesn't really realize that this person starting out doesn't have the experience because a lot of times those people just starting out are not forthcoming with their lack of experience and that's why I've said like I was that person I was first free and then I was like $40 a session like for all your images kind of thing I mean I never did the all images but like if they were good and clean I, I sent them to you I wish I had a community to tell me like, no, don't do that. I would have been much better off just shooting free until I was comfortable charging and then charging. If you had a community then, they, all those shortcomings that you thought that you had, that community could have built you up to where you could have been charging probably the whole time. I would have gone from, or or that, like I could have straight out of the gate been charging charging and been good because I would have had so much more knowledge. But I mean, I genuinely had nothing. I was, I I could do the camera. That was it. And I had a girlfriend who was always helpful. Um, But that's why I think when people are, they they bash the like cheap photographers, oh, they're not charging. And it's like, well, you need to build them up because if you build them up, then they'll, then we're all kind of at the same level. But I keep seeing people ask and people have asked in the camera club and stuff, like how much should I charge for da da da? And I'm like, don't charge until you can charge a good amount where you're covering your cost of doing business and you can actually pay for a good platform to deliver the images. I, I don't think websites are necessary and especially in our particular community here yeah. locally, because it's transient with, it's all Facebook mostly, yeah. uh, which is nice because it's free, but you need to like, and, the, and so it's like, I, I wish they would just charge nothing, get completely comfortable 
and, and control things. Like it's a free session. Tell them what colors you want them to wear. Yeah. You don't shoot it at noon because the baby has a nap schedule. You tell them when, what time, and if they don't want to do that, then you find another model and and like, like stick to your guns on that. Just because it's free doesn't mean you have to be walked on. Yeah. And it's better for your portfolio to have good images and good light with people dressed nicely. Yeah. Than to just, because it was free, let them do whatever they want. Um, And find a family like you're talking about who is in desperate need of pictures and let them spend the money on the outfits instead of you and get some amazing pictures. Yeah. And that benefits both Both of you. And they'll probably tell everybody how great you are and you'll book off that. Yeah. But there's so many, like, photographers need to be honest too about their own experience and stop taking, you know, pose newborn when they have, or just stop. Like, (laughs) everybody needs to be honest about where we all are. (laughs) Well, I mean... It, that's just a hard part though. Then it gets back into our conversation with people and you. It's like the moment that you're honest about things as a photographer, right. then people all of a sudden see it differently. So it's like, but it's only other, like I didn't get any heat from a normal person. It was all oh, photographers yeah. telling me how I'm unprofessional. Well, okay, fine. But you're cool. My, well, you, my, you, you can I throw a rock in Nashville. Oh and, yeah. And, and, and hit a photographer. You can yeah. throw a rock in Clarksville and hit a photographer. And, uh, yeah. And it's honestly, a, if you throw a rock in Clarksville, you, you hit, hit like photographer. You, you should you should throw the rock harder. <laughs> Shut up, Travis. <laughs> you love it there. <laughs> I love Clarksville. I love Nashville. I love the whole area. But it, it that's what I think it is. It's like people just need to be more honest. Yeah. <laughs> and not be like to when you're starting out in photography too, like take your ego out of it. Like you cannot be Oh yeah. Like posting pictures and they're awful and all you want is a bunch of people to kiss your butt about it like you need to be like you need to hear that lighting was awful you need to do it over well (laughs) again i will say i've been in a few photography groups um where nicely though i'm not saying be mean to people oh yeah that's what i was was, was going to talk about it's like i've been into those groups where people are just babying everybody. Oh, this looks so and great, Jeff. Or, or this looks awesome, Tammy. Yeah. And it's like, no, it the doesn't. lighting is terrible. Yes. The skin tones are yes. dead. Everything is awful. And you're just kind of like, dude, that sucks. But, then yeah. it, then it's but if like, they don't ask for constructive criticism, yeah. you're not technically in those groups. You get kicked out if you give it. And, and, and you're called a bully. And I, to me... I, I don't want do to anyway. say anything Nicely. unless people ask me directly because I've, I've kind of had that very arrogant oh, yeah. mentality. Like I knew everything yeah. kind of thing. I, I, I've been in that road. Um, now I kind of subscribe to the idea. And you would have been idea. super receptive if someone had told oh, you something else. Oh, no. Oh. 100%. I, 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 I'd have been like, I know everything. You know, like, <laughs> who are you to when judge me? When do I me? hit that point in my life? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I for some reason I, I had that, so now I kind of subscribe to the idea. W- w- what's that saying? It's like like don't sit at the table unless called upon. So oh. that's kind of my mentality when it comes to people asking for anything. Like in real life, in person, friends or like people I know, know yeah. I will never give you unsolicited like yeah un un stuff. Be- especially because like we shoot each other. We shoot similar families sometimes, like if I'm not booked, you know, like I just never give unsolicited advice because I think then it would be offensive. But in those photography groups, just when, go all in. But I do it nicely. Yeah. I go, hey, th- like somebody posted lifestyle pictures of a newborn and they were not great. And it was mostly because they just didn't use the lighting the way they should have. Yeah. Um, they'd never done it before. But good for them for doing lifestyle newborn and not telling these people they could do posed, you know? Yeah. And they said, how bad are these? Like, should I redo this? And all of us, and I've 
I think I saw the post pretty early. So commented pretty early was like totally offer to do this again. And this is what you do. Just find the window, like yeah. get them by the window, no matter what the background is, use the window yeah. because you can, you know, shooting it right. Most of that'll be dark and bokeh. Yeah. Um, and she did it again and it was literally 50 Nine times day. better. Yeah. yeah. And like, had she not asked and been willing to like take that information in, she could have just sucked forever and thought she was the greatest thing. Oh yeah. And then, the, and then and there's those the same people going like, I don't understand why I'm not booking. It's like, cause she's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> you just think you're great. Yeah. But you could be great if you listened. <laughs> or you, you're the type that does free work all the time. So you're booked all the time cause you do free work, but it's like, that's and you'll not. you get the likes that, off that. Yeah, that's not, that's not been negative of your work. It's just, you're, you're free. free. Yeah. Like, like nothing that if, if you say free, people know that it's, probably going to break in a couple of days, right? Like yeah. if, if, like when you go to a sports game and they give out free whatever. Bobbleheads or something. Yeah, <laughs> like you know that this is not like like the best quality bobblehead right. you're ever going to buy. So it's like, I'm going to take it because it's free. Like yeah. you're not going to turn it down. So it's like a photographer's free. Sure, I'll take you up on that. It's you know? funny. I rarely ask anybody else for like, um, I'll send it and be like, this is terrible. I suck. I quit, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't usually send it and go like, hey, how is this? occasionally I maybe do, but I often use Shane cause like my desk was in the kitchen and he's around and I just know he has normal human eyes. Yeah. And usually I get my skin to, usually my stuff is pretty clean. So there's nothing. And I, I usually have him. I said usually like four times, didn't I? It's fine. I often, I will occasionally ask him to look and I say, do you see anything weird about this? <laughs> and I assume if the person looks green, he'll be like, oh, they look a little, you yeah, know, a little, little Yoda <laughs> yeah. or something. But when he goes, no, I don't, I don't see anything. And then I'll go, nothing, like nothing in this area. And he's like, no. And then yeah. usually that's too when I tried to Photoshop something and I have no skills. <laughs> I'm making him so check. What's interesting is, is I'll, I'll name drop. I think, I think almost every episode I've, I've name dropped Paul Drew. Yeah. Um, also, it was and lives yeah, in yeah. He, he's a fantastic guy. Um, I remember one of the times... You oh, should just move to Wisconsin. Maybe I should. All your people are there. They are. I mean, you like me. That's true. And I, I do know. like cheese. It, um, yeah. But there's lots of cheese. I remember I, I was sent on a survey and was asking, like, basically everybody, like, like what, 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 what kind of style of photography do you like? Like, it, uh -huh. within that style, what, what kind of editing do you like? Like, what, what, what are all these things about, like... And the, the mission of that, from my perspective or, or from my thing, was to formulate my business as to what the people wanted. Well, yeah. I've done and, those posts, too, before. How'd yours go? Um, <laughs> did you get feedback? I, I did, but I think the most, the the feedback that I got from him was the most, like, like worthy, like worthy because yeah. it made sense after that. He, he literally said, he was like, man, he said, I'm not going to do this survey and he said, the reason is because, is because if you're asking all these other people that mm -hmm. aren't photographers mm -hmm. about your work, mm -hmm. none of them know what you do, why you do it, how you do it. Yeah. So what does their opinion matter? Like, yeah. what's it matter, you know, what 10 people like if that's not what you like to do? And that's the same thing with me and family photography. Like, yeah. if I did that in Clarksville, there would have been probably a plethora of people, oh, we'd love to see, like, family photography. And it's like, if that's not what I do then how does that help me? Right. The only time I've done a post like that was because there's all different pricing structures and it's like, well, do you charge just a sitting fee and then let them buy the images, you know, a la carte kind of thing? Or do you do a session fee with a certain number of images included and they have to buy the extras if they want after yeah. they view the gallery? Or there's some people where it's a flat fee and they give you all of the good images. Amanda, you know, I'm talking to you. <laughs> she moved and we told her to change it. So hopefully she's listening. Yeah. 
here now and also all the times <laughs> we've told her um, because she's like amazing and she's charging a flat fee and then giving these people like 80 images. Oh man. Nobody needs 80 images. Yeah. They might print out five. Yeah. And like, I get people want to get the best bang for their buck, but she was killing herself and yeah. it, 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 and I'm like, they're not going to, you're not going to hurt them by not. They're, they're getting to see all of the good ones. So they still you get to You show pick. them all and then they can do it. And then what and you, if you wanted you to know, do I'm it. I'm holding the gun to your head if you need more images, buy them. Yeah. And, and that, you know, even, even with something like that, I would say give them the five that, that they want to print out and do whatever else. And then if they want to buy additional like like digital downloads, like sell them just the digital downloads so they yeah. can have all 80 of them. However, but it's like, this but don't is your give them print. all of them for one flat fee. Unless well, it's I would charge, you know, $3 million. Whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. she was not. Price so accordingly. That, yeah, yeah. But, and so I, I think I put out feelers like, what do you guys all prefer? And I, I, I don't even remember what the outcome was. Because then after you get all that input, you're like, well, I'm going to do what I want anyway. Yeah. I mean, like, let's be honest. And then the but, same would be like, if I was like, oh, well, do you guys like, are you all looking for family or boudoir or wedding photographers? Well, the answers are going to all vary yeah. just because most of them say wedding. I'm probably not going to start shooting weddings. Yeah. Like I, it's and, not my and jam. Even if you, and even if you take it to the other end of like editing, like how, what oh, kind yeah. of style do you like? What, what, what what's this right. do you like? It's yeah. like, you're asking a bunch of people that, that are aren't all going to have different opinions too yeah. though. And like, so, and they don't understand those things. So why are you asking them? And even if you ask a bunch of photographers, it's like. You couldn't even ask what, uh, you couldn't ask a bunch of photographers what the current trend is. I don't think. No. I don't, I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know what For it is. For a while it was light and airy or dark and moody. And I, I've had recently people call me dark and moody. I'm like, really? I didn't think I, I was. I, think I thought I was just true to color kind of more. But even then it's not a style for me. It's like I just edit for skin tones. You, 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 what, you really and want to know what, what the style is? What is it? It's, it's, and, and I, I'm going to say this. Name? Yeah. Don't get yourself in trouble. No, it's, it, it's called dirty boots presets. It's, oh yeah. It's, it's called it. small presets. It's called, oh yeah. All, all of but those look to, the same, but you have to alter them. So oh, much. you still have to like, alter I've, them so I, much. I don't have dirty boots, but I have small and I, but they have like wild and different things in yeah. there, but I am tweaking the heck out of it. See, that's the thing. Like, like, so all presets have this like a a, a base. Yeah. So it's all like the greens are going to look the same and yes. the oranges, and, and you will tweak them a little bit to right. make them more natural. And, and it's stupid. And Half the time I use a preset because it does suck all the greens out, and then I just bring them back in. Yeah, and it sucks all the orange out, and I just bring it back yeah. in. So I'm like I'm, but, but for some reason I feel like the presets as a base even before like I know that I tweak the heck out of them. They're not even what they were originally, but. They give more of a pop. I yeah. really should figure out. I'll ask you later. Like, I don't know where that pop comes from. Mm -hmm. And so I just use the presets. Hey. <laughs> and then tweak it to what I want. And that's fine. But I feel like there is something to be said for the presets on the pop thing. But it's probably literally one of those little lines in there that I just need to pull the... Is it's it's it either something in the HSL or color grading. Yeah. More and, than and likely, it's, it's one of those two. Yeah. And I could probably, like, figure it out, make my own preset. But even then, the presets don't all work for everything because I no. shoot nine million different lighting. Because no so. preset will ever be a one-click wonder. No, you will always have it to. It makes edit. me crazy when I see people doing it, though. They're like, yeah. "Oh, I bought it. Look, oh, they're like, great. Why don't my pictures look how?" It's like because they all tweak the heck out of theirs yeah. too. Anybody who tells you it's a one-click are liars. <laughs> oh, the preset company's telling you it's one-click because guess oh, what? They a, they yeah. got a reason. They they well, want to sell. Well, there's other photographers saying it, but they might be on the payroll, so. Oh yeah, because you know they're 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 affiliates and ambassadors. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, so so fancy. You can't make fun. We've had those people on, not for presets though. Oh, I, I think I was. We a have some for ambassadors. We for a little bit. 
Really? You yeah. probably were. No, it, I, I was in, I still am technically uh, an ambassador for Luminar, like the photo editing software. Oh, yeah. Great software, 100%. <laughs> um, I like, I, save yourself, I, Travis. I, 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 I'm not saying anything bad about it. Um, <laughs> it really is great, but it's a very, it's, it's, if you're not wanting a subscription based editor yeah. and you want Photoshop and Lightroom in one, Luminar is fantastic. Oh. It, it really is. It, it, it merges it, uh, it merges those two. It's got the AI stuff in there uh, that kind of helps out editing if you want to be a lazy auto editor. Uh, so it's great. Oh, great in so many amazing. ways. But my problem with it is it's an AI editor. So if you do something, it's probably going to edit somebody else's work the exact same way as yours. Oh. And I'm getting so sick and tired of seeing people replace the sky in all, in all their images. And, and see, I thought that thing. was maybe going out. Like, I tried it. Or like, right when I learned Lightroom and then, like, you're like, oh, I wonder how they did that. Like, and yeah. there might even still be some terrible pictures on my Facebook page if I scroll back far enough. I think yeah. I got rid of them. But where I replaced the sky. And it was kind of like, a, you know, I learned a new trick. Yeah. But then in the end... I only probably did it a few times and I don't love it. Like I it's, did it to a picture of Juniper and I hope I have the copy of it. That is not that somewhere. Yeah. Um, it's just not my jam. I mean, some people do it beautifully and I can see how it's good for like one really great yeah. image, some Epic, like grand Canyon replace yeah. guy with the bride and groom at the end of the cliff thing. But like a whole gallery of it, like it's, it's a lot. Not even just that. I, I just think that people replacing the sky now, it's just overdone. And like in, Thinking about why people replace the sky. Why though. do they replace the sky? Because they probably don't know how to expose for the sky. Oh. Like that's the problem. Like I never think about the sky. But see, that's the thing. Like, not many people do, right? So it's like then they'll they'll replace the sky. But if you're sky. planning to replace it, why don't you just expose for it? So yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, but then that gets to well, the sun's behind them. So how do I light them and expose for the sky? So then you gotta incorporate flash or something. Like there's a lot of complexities to yeah. it. But like that's the thing that people don't really think about. And then it, to me, it's like, if you replace the sky, most people use the same sky. So yeah, if you use so like Luminar, you got like you got 500 <laughs> like photographers using the exact same, same sky. sky. It's yeah. kind of like, wow, oh, wow, man. They must have been there too. <laughs> at the exact same time, at the exact same day. Like, get out of here cloud that looks stuff. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And I get so sick. People do that with Milky Way shots. Oh my, I, I there's so really? many. Yeah. People put the Milky Way everywhere around the world in the exact same spot. And it's like, actually huh. the Milky Way doesn't come up at that time of year, at that time of day, like, no, nothing about See, that's would, real. That, we were out to dinner last night. I was with a bunch of photographers because our community is awesome. Um, <laughs> but, and they were talking about they had gone to land between the lakes and we're getting, and I was like, what were your settings for that? Because like, I think Stan and you talked about yeah. shooting stars kind of stuff. Because I'm like, I remember thinking whatever you guys said that you use, I was like, oh, I wouldn't have known that. Like it wouldn't have been my natural. Yeah. I, went to, I just wouldn't have known it. A few of them did get some great shots, but apparently they got surrounded by coyotes. Like literally they were in the park and then heard it like in four different directions. And then it yeah. got closer and cl two of them brought their guns. So that I guess they were going to have a war with the coyotes, but interesting. They did get themselves out and then moved to somewhere else. So a few of them got some beautiful shots. Oh, wow. Like I'd love to go do that. Or like, I'd love to go do one of Stan's like workshops. And even though it's not something I'll ever make money off of, but yeah. it would be a cool something learning cool to learn, experience. Yeah. yeah. Like the whole experience would be really neat. I'm going to uh, Joshua tree again in when? a couple weeks. August 6th or the 9th. My birthday's the 9th. So whenever this podcast comes out, this is going to be severely dated. Yeah. Or I'm telling the future. I don't know. I don't know right now. <laughs> well, fancy. Yeah, We've not done that yet. <laughs> nope, nope. Um, but yeah, 
that, that might be something I want to do. Is do I like, need to look. We should look. We should do a bourbon and Boca podcast, and we should find one of those workshops yeah. with one of the guys we know, or like Liam. I'd go out there. Yeah, heck yeah. Or the California meet up with those guys, do something, but like make a trip out of it. Business expense. Or but, do like a workshop, like bourbon and Boca collaboration yeah, kind of thing. We don't know anything. You mean us teach people things? I don't say us, oh. but it's just like do like a cool little podcast workshop, like a styled with them. shoot, but us <laughs> and no wedding. Something. I don't know. We, <laughs> you know we, what I mean? We could be, yeah. Yeah. A bourbon like and boca adventure. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I need to do some more of those things. Like, I'm totally guilty of not educating myself on new things and just doing my same old thing. Like, yeah. I do learn things here and there. Like, Joy taught me the lights. And that has improved things. But would I have learned those lights had she not made me? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> She's making me a better person it, in general. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm addicted to lumpia. Oh, yeah. So but that, that's that thing, though. It's like you know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. And then it's like I think the bad mentality to fall into is to accept what you don't know. I know. And, I think that's and, me, though. And just be just be comfortable in stagnant, that. Stagnant, yeah. Yeah, and be stagnant. Guilty. And, <laughs> but I think. I don't know. I don't think. I. You may, you may have tendencies, but I think yeah. that you are receptive of enough to be like, hey, I will try this or, or let me look into that. Like you're, own, you're open about things. My only talent in all of it is that I don't have a whole lot of ego in it. So yeah. I really do watch everybody and go, hmm, I wonder if I could do that or I wonder how they did that or wow, that looks good. And then there's certain yeah. shots, like you said, angles that I wouldn't think to incorporate. And I try to be very conscious to think to do some of those things that are yeah. definitely out of my box of yeah normal tricks that I would have. Um, so yeah, that's the only thing is that, that I am aware of my, but see that, that that's you being open and receptive though. Yeah. Whereas other people that I know are like the premier photographer, videographer. Love yeah, I love it, man. <laughs> I, I love oh, when people I just hit my face on the <laughs> microphone. I just love when people tr- tr- talk to that they're the best. Yeah. That they're, that they're the best in like a state or I, a town or whatever. I also cracks me up. It like, friends will do it and it always makes me laugh and then I do it too sometimes which also makes me laugh but I don't know why when people are like oh looking for a photographer da, 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 and you'll be like well we can offer and I'm like who the heck is we yeah. it's just me oh yeah although now I do have the mentality a little bit because it's me and joy in that space and we both ha- so whether they book whichever one of us they book it's yeah. still kind of we in my head yeah. um but that always makes me laugh. The, the the premiere and the we thing makes me laugh oh, when yeah. you know it's only one person but yeah. it sounds like better I don't know yeah and it, it, yeah, and I, then they're like, "Oh, who is this we?" And I'm like, "Oh, just me and my personalities." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's all. I, you know, it's people. It's it's a marketing thing, and I, I think yeah, I'm that's, sure that's where we've come down. Is is in this world of, of business and stuff. Everything's marketing, and yeah. it's like people think you sound better if you say words like premiere or like we. or <laughs> we. It's like it's like all. Oh. It's like think about how stupid but, this but is. But it second. probably does work. No, like think, no. Of, think about this. If you was booking a session, right, yeah. and and you're like, hey, I want to do let's say a boudoir session, right? Uh So it's like, you know that you're going to get like down your skivvies for this person. (laughs) And they say, we would love to have, you're like, wait a minute, dude. Like I I wanted a boudoir session with you. Why are you saying we? We. Oh, that's true. Why is this? This is weird. But a lot of like the boudoir, it is a we. It's the hair and makeup girl. It's the assistant. That's true. But usually that, that boudoir photographer is not really probably saying we. And if they are like, maybe they are, but to me, it just sounds like weird. It's like creepy. Like we would yeah, love to have you in our women. studio. You know when it's weird? It's dudes. It's the dudes with cameras that we talk about. Yeah. yeah. That's when it's, we- they say we. 
because it's all I'm a bunch sure of middle-aged dudes. We're going to see them on the news one day. Yeah. I mean, I left that group. I did you. It's bad. Traumatized. I'll stay in there and linger just to keep it's, things on track. I, I'm, I'm willing to say that in the next eight years, something will come out about one of those people. But I think something already people. has, and they just... It's a whole other subject. <laughs> Don't let your daughters quote-unquote model for anyone but legitimate photographers. And if you do, go with them. That's yeah. all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. And if it's at the Motel 6, run. Yeah. Because sometimes it is. And then, like, there was one post. See, this we said we weren't going to get into it, but now here I am. I, did I already talk about this? I it, it was on that page, and it was some old guy with a camera and a pop-up flash. And this is the thing. I get that there's art. I yeah. get that I don't get all art because I'm yeah. kind of a caveman. But... There's also certain things that I'm like, that isn't even done well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there is some boudoir that is like, woo, racy, art, but art. done beautifully where yeah. that person had skill. They were just not going, oh, I'm going to shoot this naked lady. Like, yeah. they, they're genuinely taking. Are you talking about the one where the girl's like on the box with three umbrellas? No. Because that this, was bad. I know. Look like I a deer know. in headlights. I know. Shh. Yeah. I wish somebody <laughs> would. The cops need to get on that. But <laughs> this one was like the photographer, some creepy dude complaining about how the other customers in the motel oh, were God. disgruntled because they're shooting in the hallway. Like, I'm sure the lighting was amazing in that rug yeah. that they put in there, oh, yeah. you know. But I'm like, are you seriously complaining about paying customers? And he's like, I'm a paying customer. I didn't say anything on that. I, I might have said something snarky on that thread. I don't know. But I mean... It was just like, wh- what? And then other other people were just like, oh, well, that wasn't very nice of them and stuff. And I'm like, can we address why you have a half-naked girl in the hallway in the of a hallway hotel where there's families of coming, a public going, place. and it's an ugly hotel? Like, it's not a place. Like, rent an Airbnb if you're going to... Like, but it, you're being cheap and I'm, creepy. That's I'm all willing, it is. I'm willing to... I, I probably shouldn't say this. No, don't do it. I'm, I'm just going to say, like, <laughs> I think there is probably... Um, a lot of broken, um, um, self-esteem issues yes. for people to, to to do those kinds of things. I think there is probably some some parental issues dealing with those things. It's always just sad. I'm I'm also willing it's, to say there is probably drugs involved in in, in some of those yeah. in some of those uh, instances. And I think these. I'm not saying this to be true. I'm not saying this to be anything, but. I think that older people, if they have money to afford those things, and if it's just like the whole uh, afford the camera get, and yeah, stuff, you mean? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, same thing with the Galene Maxwell and uh, oh. whatever the other guys, the Epstein guy. Yeah, um, it's it's older people grooming people, yeah. and and I think a lot of that. And I'm not saying that's true. Yeah. So don't don't come at me with that stuff. In general, though, people groom groom young people at those ages to do those things and it's like they may think it's okay but it's like no but the thing this isn't okay and the thing is those girls genuinely i think are looking to get into modeling and they really do have an expectation yeah. of like i wish they and i get that they don't always have the money and to pay so yeah. it is the whole trade for it, it, pictures yeah. thing i get it find a woman and find someone who has a a legitimate portfolio if you're looking through it and it looks like snapshots on a, a camera and that's developed at Walgreens like run like and I'm not even saying that there's always any follow-through like the guy the 
And there was even a female in that group that I think tags along as the quote unquote assistant to one of these dudes. But anyway, it's a whole different animal. But like, I'm not saying that anything all happens. Like, yeah. I'm not saying he touches not them. Anything I'm not saying weird or anything bad I'm happens. I'm just saying the whole experience looks bad and will benefit you none. Yeah. And only not help you. I always like, think too, it's like if you're trying to be a model. Do you, do you go to a photographer to be a model or do you go to a modeling agency? Exactly. Well, like, and where not are you even going? Just that. The way cell phones are now, and everybody has a cell phone. Yep. Read up on good lighting and good angles and stuff and literally have your girlfriend boost your Instagram using a yeah. cell phone. Like, don't go with some creepy man with a camera who wants you to meet him at the motel. Like, do better. You can do yeah. better for... Cheap and free. And as a photographer, and I, I mean, I, I'm willing to say this without the utmost certainty. If, if, if you are doing like a, like a cool session, like an influencer session at yeah. like the graduate in Nashville or some like really cool hotel that offers something, perfect. Book that, go to that hotel. You probably got to get the, you know, a waiver with that hotel because yeah. you, you'd be doing services in their, in their, in their uh, lobby or wherever. But it's like, if you're going to like a cheap, like Motel 6, yeah. like, and if you if you're the talent, like you got to be like, man, like I'm know, trying to be a model. Okay? Last time I checked, you know, Tyra Banks was never in a Motel Six, probably. No, like, no, 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 I doubt it. And that's my point is like you're not like they think it's experience or they think it's good. I, I don't know if they did. Get, you see like, the creepy one in the barn with like the yes, girl on the chains? Yeah, yes, Travis, I did. That was weird. I know. That's it, the, it's all very weird. That's the straw that broke the camel's back. I, I left the group. It's also weird that I want to make a post and be like, for one day only, <laughs> for all of you girls who need some portfolio pictures, yeah. I will meet you at this outdoor location. You come with one outfit. I will give you three good images and just yeah. rapid fire, give them some good shots. And you, know, I bet you can make a community event and probably get a bunch of other photographers in that too. And, and but 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 not to get anything out of it. Like I, oh, I don't want any money. Literally, just well, to most get... photographers, if they're doing that, they think, well, we can upsell the other images. I don't. I will give you three good images. Yeah. I will pick them. I will edit them, and you will get them. Yeah. Stop shooting in motels with dirty old men. Yeah. It's or I'm gonna show up and like mom you all out. Flip. Kick everybody out. Break out your flip flops. And they get all defensive when you say anything. Like if I were to come in there, I, I should just come in guns blazing and make one big post and rant about all of them and tell them they're a bunch of dirty creeps dirty dudes and then get kicked out but dirty dance it, it frustrates dance. me that it's considered a photography group and they're just i but it is it's art but see and I, I had this conversation with somebody and they were like but that's their art and that's how they will always and, okay see it child porn is it art no it's freaking no. illegal oh, it, like 100%. you can't like that i hate that excuse that, oh it's art no girl hey i, I am with it's you. illegal i am with you and some of those girls look like it's illegal oh yeah like, I, I want to see her birth certificate because <laughs> <laughs> she's not 18. Now, granted, I'm getting really old, <laughs> so I can't gauge age anymore. But those guys are older than I am, so they can't gauge age either. So they yeah. better be asking for some birth certificates. But, like, what are you but, doing with those pictures? Those girls are not getting a following off of it. Yeah. I mean, maybe they got a fan's only and you're, you're not making a whole lot of money. They're and Here's, here's the thing, though. If, if they do have a fans only or only fans, whatever it's called, and yeah. they're underage and you're taking their photos, you are still, yeah, yeah, like, that's so illegal. Like, problems, yeah. you, like, if you, let's, if you play dumb, okay, yeah. if you play dumb, that is still not holding up in court, I, I promise you, yeah. because 
what I did in the army, <laughs> that this, this was a thing. Up. This doesn't hold up. I'm telling you, you will go, you will fry. You will fry as being an accessory to that. It's crazy. I swear I'll kill my girls if they even, well, they have a mom. I, I, they have a dad. mom and dad that actually cares. And, and, and I know. And that's the thing is like, I genuinely feel for all of those girls. I get what they're trying to do. And I think like when, if I were to come on there and say something and they'd get all defensive and stuff that even the girls would probably be defensive. And I'd oh, be yeah. like, baby girl, listen, I, this is not me coming for you. I'm coming for them. Yeah. Like these are all people who are supposed professionals. The one guy's page I looked at his Facebook page. That's all it is. Like, it's just girls. And where do you find them? Like, uh, like that's the thing. Like, like it, he, I where, don't where, know. Where do they find them? I don't know. Like, I don't get that either. I mean, they must be making posts sometimes. Maybe Wayfair or something like that. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. All the legal things you worry about <laughs> and then you come out with that. <laughs> I do. But honestly, I don't, I don't know. But I assume it's like, in a terrible way, it's the same way that we get bookings. Like one girl shoots with them. Yeah, he didn't rape and murder, her, so somebody else books off it. Yeah, and and and, and, it's, and it's just, just this vicious cycle of probably people that can't afford much anything, want a better life, or want to feel pretty, or want to feel wanted. No, and the creepy old dude in the camera. The pictures going to do aren't it. flattering, though. I mean, there's some beautiful young little tiny girls, and like you should shouldn't be able to take a bad picture of them, and they're not a cute picture. Yeah. I, I just can't get over the one with the three umbrellas because it's like... I'm going to have to look that one. I it, remember the chain it, one, but the umbrellas one, I'll have to look. It was literally in I'm a sure studio. I'm sure you said that to me like, you guys, what's I, wrong I with this? No, oh, I did. I did. And it, it, it was a girl in a studio holding three umbrellas. Okay. It was like... Okay, I believe you. <laughs> and then she look. was like, like standing on her knees, like on this like white box, and like 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 one of her toes was like bent because it was like you know, kind of she's like on yeah. her knees on her toes, kind of. But then the other foot was like hanging off the box. You didn't even see the other foot. It was like the whole thing. Not, it, 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 it was weird. There's nothing, that, and that's what I mean is like I'm not such. I'm I'm not like a prude. I don't want to look at naked people all the time. I can, but I can like see some beautiful boudoir yeah. and be like, and be like that that's is good. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. like. Crystal, who we had yeah. on, just posted one. Are you freaked out about snakes? Oh, 100%. But I did see that one. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's pretty It's rad. pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, she, she had a funny story, too, about, like, snakes. And so she was completely freaked out by the whole thing. I see how that's art. Like, yeah. I, I see how that's beautiful. And where some people would be like, oh, I see her butt. And it's like, well, just a butt. Yeah. <laughs> and a back. And you a got, you snake. got one. But it is beautiful. That's not what we're talking about. So yeah. I, I hate the like, oh, it's art. No, it's not. It's only art if more than like you appreciate it. <laughs> like if, if you ever see like the likes, audience it's, it's, it's like the same like three people that like like all the images too. Ugh, I know. And I think one of them is that woman that I just think is the Maxine whatever of <laughs> the local area. area. Yeah, it's unfortunate. All right, Kim. I, <gasps> I, I thought a long time. we did. I thought I was going, you know what? You missed me. I can tell. I have. I have. So <laughs> instead of doing two episodes, we'll make this one special episode for everybody to listen to. The Bourbon and Boca podcast is back. We will be We'll try to be a little back. more on top of things. Um, We're going to be a little more willy-nilly, though. We, we are. Travis is going to loosen I'm, the reins. I'm going to lo- loosen the reins a little <laughs> bit. So with the podcast, the future of this will be a seasonal thing. We, we've talked about doing something as far as like a, a, a spring season, a fall season, doing like a summer break. We're still... Because apparently still, we suck in the yeah, summer. Yeah, we, we do suck in the summer. <laughs> we're already doing other things. And my dang kids are around all yeah. the time, and I have to take care of them and feed them um, and stuff. But we, we are going to be more committed to this, and we will be coming back. But this will be your episode for the next two weeks. 
Um, so if you just want to pause, well, I guess telling you this now is probably the yeah, bad you tell thing. Them at the end, I'm yeah. like, how is this helping? Well, en- enjoy You're this episode for two this weeks. Was really long. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys for supporting us, and we will catch you all on the next episode of the Bourbon and Boca podcast.